and welcome to the Fun Filtered Podcast. I'm Sam and I'm joined by Eddie. Hello. And Jordan. That's right, Sam. Today I'm joined by Eddie. Hello. And Sam. Hello. For those of you following our um, our thus far short-lived career in podcasting, um, we were called Unscripted and now we are called Fun Filtered and the new management. Yes. Yes. So Jordan, set the scene. Yes. Uh, we're in, well, we're recording the podcast at the moment. We are. We are indeed. Uh, we're also uh, drinking, aren't we? Not alcoholically, no. unfortunately, no. Um, such as rules, but I am drinking uh, Diet Coke. Is that a rule? Is it a rule? Yeah. Are you, are you saying it might that we can, be a rule. we can drink? Well, not to drink on podcasts. Well, I'm just, I am imagining what I would be like drunk on a podcast and right. we might well, save you, that for future content. How do you suspect you might be on a... Well, I'm, drunk me is far too affectionate at the best of times. Right. So I okay. don't need to bring that into the podcast. Just, just Telling to... our three viewers how much you love them. Is it? Is that what it would be? I, I think I have told all three of our viewers at separate points that I love them on nights <laughs> right. out. In, in real life, is it? Strictly speaking, we don't have any viewers. Not at the moment, no. Um, we have oh, listeners. We have. we have listeners. We have listeners. Thank yes. you. Well, I thought we were going to keep that going, but okay. Pantry. <laughs> um, so, yes. But yes, we are, we are drinking beverages um, of the Coca-Cola variety. Explicitly. Um, one... More diet than the others. Yes. Mm. And not drunk by the person you least expect of it, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> <laughs> the more things case. change, the more they stay the same, huh? Uh, Sam has decided he would like to continue insulting Jordan as part of the podcast. Yeah, l- less of a recurring gag and more of a lifestyle choice, I would say. <laughs> more of a um, religious routine, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, where are we, Jord? Where are we? We're at your house, Sam. Yes, we are. What yes. time is it? It's, uh, 10 o'clock? Okay. Roughly. That is time. Yes, 10 o'clock. And just, you know, give a vague air of... In, in the night, I should say. In the night. <laughs> 10 o'clock <laughs> in the night. Yeah. Give a vague impression of, um, the dynamic, the state of affairs between us at the moment. Okay. Uh, what's, well, what's just happened? What are we doing? Well, How are we feeling? we're all sat at a table. Yes. Yeah, recording well, a podcast. Right. Yes. Anything else you want to talk about there? Or? Well, was there anything in specific you were, specifically you were referring to? No, I'm, I mean, our listeners can infer, I'm sure, that we're recording a podcast. Yes. It was more just, you know, well, I'm bloated, in a way, from uh, quite, a lot of, quite a lot of pizza. Yes. Are you bloated? I, I feel, suppose, yes. Yes. I do feel particularly fat right about now. Do you feel particularly fat, <laughs> <laughs> we also watched Breaking Bad, didn't we? Well, we've been watching Breaking Bad. We have been watching Breaking Bad. At the time of recording, uh, El Camino is how many days away? Uh, what's the date today? It is the 10th. No, it's not. It's the 1st of October. I was looking at the... <laughs> I, was looking, I got a digital watch. I was looking uh, at the it's in, it's in 10 days' time. It's in 10 days' time. So in Sam. preparation for that, me and Sam have been going back through Breaking Bad, watching the show in its entirety. We're about... A third of the way through series four at the moment? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so we watched a couple of episodes prior to recording. So uh, any kind of fresh observations or fresh feelings about the show? On the I'm really liking the show a lot more yeah. on this run. This is my second proper run of the show. I've, I've seen like highlights and stuff after my initial watch, which I saw 
when it was airing, mm. kind of. Because yeah. we live in the UK. We do. And for a while, we couldn't get Breaking Bad in the UK, or we barely could. No, we? it was... I think the first season was shown on 5 USA, I think. Okay. Or maybe FX over here. And then um, the second season was on 5 USA, I believe. But they scheduled it so that the season two finale was on New Year's Eve. Right. Um, at like midnight. So no one was watching, <laughs> obviously. Um, and then basically just the UK lost the rights to yeah. distribute the show. Did um, series three show. even show over here? No, it didn't at all. No. Um, I think between seasons four and five, it went to Netflix. Okay. And then, so my history with the show is I sort of discovered it after its third season had ended, I think, in 2010. Um, when over here, you know, it was basically a total cult kind of side yes. obscure thing yeah. um, and then followed it through its ascendancy mm. from everyone I talked to about the show hadn't heard of it and by the end of us being in school HMV had a section just dedicated to <laughs> Breaking Bad memorabilia yeah. which I resent to this day because <laughs> I feel like it's like when a band you, a small band you like makes it big uh, my identity is tied up with that show yeah. so I kind of I, the same people that I was recommending it to would years later recommend it back to me in that kind of vicious, horrible circle. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like that everyone's seen it. And I don't like that when people say to me, what's the greatest show ever made? And I say Breaking Bad, it's like, oh, well, obviously. Yes. Yeah. You're supposed to like TV. What's, you know, that's kind yeah. of an obvious answer. But it is. But it is. Mm. It's in the Guinness World Records. It is. And the most critically acclaimed. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So we're not lying to you. <laughs> Would you say on the rewatch that it's shaping up to be the greatest show of all time for you? I think it is. Yeah. I, there are, I think there are other shows that do certain things either as well or better than Breaking Bad. Right. But on balance, when you take everything into account. Yeah. I think it's... A, I said to you tonight, that I, we were kind of halfway through series three and I said it was humble. Yeah. That's how I felt. Is that it was a very, Breaking Bad is a very humble show. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's being pretentious. It doesn't feel like it's trying. It's just sort of going along very nicely and it's you know yeah and yeah you don't resent anything about it when you're watching it's it it's incredibly smart without being smart ass. yes that as well um, and yeah it's humble even in it's final act you know which I won't give any spells away but things get Shakespearean you mm -hmm. know and very dramatic and explosive but they earn every little moment of drama it's you know mm. for every big thing that happens there's like six episodes preceding it that that you know qualify it, I suppose, yes. for, for those explosive moments. Um, you you've watched Breaking Bad as well, haven't you, Eddie? I've watched yes, I've I've watched that all the way through, um, once fully. Mm -hmm. uh, the first series I have seen more than once, but that is because it took me more than one go to get into. I've heard that quite a lot, but rewatching it today, I don't really remember any of it. Right. So, it, but it, it, you know, it has been a while. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I discovered it after, I think, the last se series had... After the whole thing was after, over. I think it was over. Yeah. So you're one of the people I hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so to sort of sit and rewatch it now, like, mm. I'm very happily enjoying myself. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, we're in season four at the moment, as you said, George. Yes. Um which I would say is the greatest season of anything, period. Anything, period. Yes. Anything ever. Anything ever. There's no better... You're speaking strictly <clears throat> in terms of drama or in terms of television as a whole? Television as a whole. Right. 
I feel comedy. Well, that's a bold statement. I don't think we can leave un unchallenged. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, the comedy is. There are obviously great comedies, and there are brilliantly structured comedies, and yes. all the rest of it. But the nature sorry, of sorry, comedy is just the sound of me pouring <laughs> my diet coke. Um, I'll show up on her. It will, I think. Okay. Well, fizzing. Um, Coca Cola, if you want to sponsor us, um, <laughs> we're, we're, we've got a new home now. We we need sponsors. Yeah, yeah a new home, but the same old gags. Yes. it would seem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, comedy can be brilliant, obviously, and. In terms of what we write, that's what we would favour, I would say, to favour our comedy. <laughs> but the nature of drama, I think, in terms of segmenting it into seasons, it's easier to get a fuller feeling kind of unit even in, though, in a drama. Even though, typically at least, dramas as a show, they're typically seen as one unit, whereas comedy you can sort of drop in anywhere and like watch any... But yeah, but... It. But it's segmented even further into episodes. So comedies, it's like, oh, one of the great episodes of community, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's it, it's at its it's in its heyday with seasons two and three. Community what, is. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But when I think of that, it's not like, oh yeah, season two is like this great unit of art, you know. It's it's more about individual episodes. Okay. Whereas with dramas, obviously you can get great individual episodes, but um it's easier, I think, to achieve a really full feeling season of television. Because mm. um, I would say, yeah, Breaking Bad season four. I'll throw some others. <coughs> That's Eddie coughing. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, I'll throw a few other seasons into the mix. Okay. Uh, season two of Fargo. Okay. Uh, season two of The Leftovers, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say that nobody listening has watched except one person. Okay. Um, I was going to name him then. I was like, oh no, it'd feel weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going for universal appeal here. I was going to say that certainly because I would have expected it to be one of two people listening. Right. So. Yes. It's the the smartest one. Two people listening. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we lost the listener. There's two people listening. No, no, no. Just one of two of them I expect oh, I see. may okay. have seen the leftovers. I see. But uh, yeah, fair enough. I feel like I've, I've recommended it to all three of our listeners. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah. It's nice that we have. The, that our listeners are equal to, you know, the people providing the content. <laughs> there isn't that rule with, like, theatre that you can only go on if it's... Is it double the amount of people that are in the play have to be present? Just, just the cast or the crew as well? The cast. Okay. Yeah. Or is it the same amount as the people on the I'm stage? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I can look it up. Because but... at, at the moment, this podcast operates at a, at a neutral frequency. <laughs> We're not charged negatively or positively. No. We're completely leveled out. We've got three. If three. we get one more follower, we're sorted. But we could easily lose one as well. And then we're fucked. Um, yeah. So, what was that? Season two of The Leftovers. Season two of The Leftovers. Season four of Breaking Bad. Season two of Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also throw season three of The Leftovers into the mix, but um, it feels weird putting a season from the same show in. Okay. But, uh, what else? Uh, the Shield season. Well, I was going to say four? actually, I was you saying about throwing in series three of the left of. I would throw in season four and or series five of the Shield. Right. Um, I wouldn't know which one to pick of the two. Why so five? Typically, because four to me is the obvious choice. Yes. Um, I don't know five. Again, I'm sorry, I don't think many people. Well, anyone listening. Oh yeah, people probably won't know what the Shield is either. Um, that, which is surprising to us how that's sort of fallen through the cracks of. It doesn't Pop seem, culture. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the type of show that would 
that would do that. It seems like, on the surface at least, it's the type of thing that has mass appeal. It's like a cop show. It's a cop show. And it's always on the list of like the greatest shows of the century and, and of all time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, really no one's... It. You bring up other you know, those other Mad Men, the, the Wire, The Sopranos, Twin Peaks. Mm. A lot of people have seen those shows or yeah. heard of them. Yeah. But whenever I bring up The Shield, it's like, oh, the Marvel thing. Yes. Agents of Shield. Oh, yeah, we're not talking about that. We're definitely not talking about that. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's all right. The Shield and the Leftovers, if you take anything away from this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, you've already seen Breaking Bad, haven't you, you cunts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> it's on the coat. The coat's making me hyper. Was that Coca Cola? We're, we're still, like, if you're still interested. <laughs> Let yeah, us know. We'll, we'll care Coca-Cola and nothing else. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing at all. So, we yeah, we have El Camino coming up. Yes. Um, Good. I mean, this this is all what do we think it might be, I suppose. Yes. Um, I mean, you start off with that. It is, in my opinion, a good trailer for the fact of I still don't know what's going to happen and you don't get that with most trailers these days. Yeah, it gives no plot details away. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It um, communicates a tone, which is what a trailer should do. Yes. Um, right. I have a few problems with El Camino. Bearing in mind that by the time the next podcast comes out, I it could be amazing, brilliant, and I yeah. could love it and all the rest yeah. of it. But going into it, I've read the, the final page of the finale script for Breaking Bad was made available online. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen all of Breaking Bad. Mm. Um, it ends with Jesse uh, escaping the facility where he's been held prisoner for months. Yeah, definitely yes. months. Yeah. Um, and in the script, it says, like, you know, Jesse tears through the gates. He screams in Newfound Freedom. And then Vince Gilligan, the writer, says, um, I don't know where he's going. I like to call it somewhere better and leave it at that. And I like that. I like the ambiguity of that. I like the fact that, yes, if you rationally think about it, it's like, well, he's probably going to get caught. The police are obviously going to be looking for him. And when the show ended, that was one of the big things that was being flagged as, yeah, yeah. you know, the BuzzFeed articles, like, oh, the actual sad, tragic ending yes, of Breaking Bad. Yeah. This feels like an answer to those questions uh, in the form of like a coda to the TV series. But just the fact that he said, I like to leave it at that, well, you obviously don't. Yeah, you haven't. You haven't it left it at that. Um, so there's that. There's also the fact that given how the events of Breaking Bad play out, Jesse can't die in the film. Again, I'm, I, that's quite a bold claim because <laughs> by the time of the next podcast, <laughs> the film will have come out and you'll know. Yes. And but, Sam will be sobbing into his notepad yes, because of Jesse's But he can't possibly death. die. Yes. You can't end... Breaking Bad with him escaping and then just have a coda where he just gets killed. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, well, uh, but the trailer has a very elegiac, funereal tone is what I got from it. Oh, you're, you're talking about like the end, like you ready? Like that No, bit. just the general vibe of like sadness to it. Okay. And I guess that's maybe they're trying to say that's what he's has to pull away from. Yes. But yeah, in a way I'd kind of admire them if, if him, Vince Gilligan, if he did kill Jesse because it's so like uncompromisingly bleak. Yeah. So well, okay, but he can't really. It sort of yeah. undermines the thing that preceded it. Then again, Breaking Bad is sort of a tragedy, is it not? 
There are there's yeah. gonna be elements of tragedy to it, so it would make yeah, no, it's definitely it's a not tragedy. out of the realm of possibility that they could do that. No, but it was you know it was a tragedy for. Well, yeah, it was it was broadly a tragedy, I guess. But it's the story of Walter White, isn't it? And yes. Jesse is part of that story. Yes. But I don't know. I, I just don't feel like it feels cheap to end the film on a different note than the TV series did. Because it undermines the purpose in the first place. It's like when people... If you're Damon Lindelof, the creator of Lost, talk about this. Um, how when The Sopranos ended... Spoiler alert, it's just an arbitrary cut to black. Um, everyone was kind of watching the scene and analyzing it and like, um, oh, you have to watch it 20 times to sort of get its true meaning. And he made the point of the showrunner wouldn't be as cheap to make you have to watch 30 times to know his intention. He presented you with his yes. intention yeah. there and then. Yeah. And I feel like if you're then compromising what you've done with what you do next. Yeah. It, you know, it, it it doesn't feel... It'd be like recasting the Joker after Heath Ledger or something. You know, it's... Which they've done twice. But not in that... No, I see. I see. In, yeah, in that, that, in in that, that story. Yeah. In that yeah. Okay. Um, no, well, my question would be... I talked if, for a while there. I apologise. That's all right. If you... Um, if you do end the film on the same note as the TV show, Breaking Bad Network... Yeah. If you do end it on the same note, then what's the point of doing a film? It, yes. What's the point? But at the same time... I feel like principally the film does exist because it could and because people kept asking, well, is Jesse going to get caught? But also it's just a bit more Breaking Bad. And so if ultimately it's just a bit more Breaking Bad with essentially the same resolution, I'm okay with that. Could it not be argued that Better Call Saul, though, is a bit more Breaking Bad? Quite a bit more Breaking Bad, even. What do you mean? Well, Better Call Saul is yeah. also still happening. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure how much longer it's happening for. That, that they haven't, they still haven't given They still haven't given an ending. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, tonally and in terms of the way the show is made and presented, it's very reminiscent of Breaking oh, yeah. Bad. The story that uh, Jimmy McGill is taking, yeah. there could be parallels drawn between him yeah, and yeah, Walter White. Absolutely. And also there are many characters from Breaking Bad who are also in it, many yeah. returning locations as well. Yeah. So if El Camino is... Ex- it exists to be more Breaking Bad. The thing, is, the the, the difference is, more Breaking Bad. I love. I also love Better Call Saul. My only issue with Better Call Saul is that it hasn't escaped the trap of inevitability that yes. prequels often have. Right. For me, okay, like a prequel, most of the time is is redundant because it's leading towards a, th- a story you already know. You know, yeah. There are obviously characters in Better Call Saul whose fates we don't know. Yeah. But for me, it hasn't shifted away enough from that for it to really hold up as as engaging television as Breaking Bad was. Whereas El Camino, it could go in any direction because yeah. it's the future. You know, yeah. it's not the past. Mm. Then again, quickly with Better Call Saul, yeah. I mean, every season has begun with a flash forward to yeah. um, Saul after the events of Breaking Bad. Yes. It's not hiding the fact that it's a prequel. No. Presumably, they're building up to something that you know, in the the fact that it's a prequel, presumably they're writing the show with that in mind. You know, it's not just kind of like, oh, we're writing this story that just happens to exist before this other story. Yeah, but I, I don't... I could be wrong, but I, I don't think that they're going to... The Souls... In the finale of Better Call Saul... Which finale? The finale. Oh, you're talking like... Yeah, yeah, oh, like, in the future. Okay. Um, 
it will probably end with the the, the modern day mm-hmm. or some sort of intercutting between then and now yeah to draw some sort of parallel yes um but i don't think they'll commit a substantial amount of time to showing him in the here and now okay i don't think because i was waiting for that yeah for it to sort of get its prequel story done and then we're now in the modern but again it would sort of be cheap because that's not the show the yes. show is the story of jimmy mcgill yeah they're not gonna season six is not gonna be no all of a sudden it's him on the run in the modern day. Yeah. And I sort of don't want it to be that because, yeah, it would be cheap. Um, I don't know where that, where well, you were going. No, I was going to say, yeah. with El Camino then, Yeah, I feel like we briefly touched on this before we started recording, but with El Camino, is it possible that Jesse is going to meet Sol? Oh, yes. I've seen that floated as a possibility that yeah. Medical Sol and El Camino will intersect. Will intersect, yeah. Again, I'll I'll say no for the same reason. It they wouldn't. Each thing has to be its own. Has to have its own individual identity. Mm. Yes, it would be strange if you watched El Camino without having watched Breaking Bad. Yes, I you know I I doubt the film is gonna. It could well hold up as just a single piece of drama, but I doubt it. It seems no. so so coda-y to the show. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I I just don't think that they. Better Call is now its own thing. I, it will not come back into the into the world of Jesse. Okay. I, 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 I just don't see it happening. Okay. I could be wrong. But also, this, given the circumstances that both are in, I really don't see how they would meet up. Nobody knows where Sol is, who he is now. No. It would be... I'm gonna, it'll be it would be bad writing if if he doesn't eat Sol oh, right. in um, the film. I'll say that right now. Okay. You hear that, Vince Gilligan? <laughs> Yes. Sam would not approve. Therefore, <laughs> don't know what must do be done. Uh, but as like a sort of TLDR, what is our sort of... Um, as a what? TLDR. What's that? Although I suppose they've been listening all along, so it's not really worth... Um, too long didn't read, I believe is the abbreviation. So it's like, it's a little opinion you put at the end or at the beginning. Okay. As like, a, oh, if you can't be bothered to read all of this or listen to all of this, this is basically what I think. I've never heard of that before. Okay. A TLDR. Too long wait, didn't read. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, you're familiar with that. Right? <laughs> Vaguely. Where, where I've, I've one, heard the abbreviation. Okay. Where does one find this abbreviation? <coughs> I've seen it about, like, comment threads and stuff. Oh, okay. I think it's like it's one of those things <laughs> that, like, internet users have adopted. Right. Pe- Too F- long. If you don't, have the, if you don't have the time in your life to read an article, it, it summarizes its point at the end. Yeah. Great for a teaser trailer, though. I think mainly comments, because people like to... Some people like to really go in with their... Right. You okay this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam has been broken by the modern age. Okay. I just... Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yes, yes, as a TLDR, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to El Camino, what are, what are we thinking going in? Are we excited? Are we... I am definitely excited. Okay. Eddie, what is your sort of impression going in? Yes, de- again, I'm definitely mm-hmm. excited, but I hope they don't fuck it up yes with I'm very cautious the one thing I won't say that you find a lot of people saying with this sort of thing if it's bad it's not going to ruin Breaking Bad uh, it's not it's just not because Breaking Bad is it, it was it started it ended it's over unless it's so horrific and it plays with the uh, with the series this is by compromising what the series yeah, it, it, no, but, but that's thing. even more excuse not to just not to even give it the time of day no no but if the film is bad yeah and if it whatever they do to Jesse like can you Realistically, watch the final episode of Breaking Bad, yeah, 
and look at Jesse in that final moment and think, I now know what happens to him. And that's... I'm relatively good, if I do say so myself, okay. at, at segmenting my thought in that way. Okay. I could just think, oh, that's the end now. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, my mind No, no, will... he doesn't... Like the film doesn't happen. Yeah. He doesn't like meet Godzilla. <laughs> Obviously, they have, they have a battle. In, you know. Obviously, my, my brain, if whenever I get to the end of Breaking Bad again, mm. is going to then add that thing on. Like, oh, then yeah. this happens. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, if it's not good, it won't matter to me. Okay. It, it won't ruin anything about the original show. Okay. What about you? I think it'll be like a Toy Story Four situation. Yes, I agree. It'll be good. And everyone will go, okay, it was good. Thank okay, God. stop. Don't do yeah. any more. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're happy with this. See, yeah. One of the still haven't seen Toy Story 4. It's really okay. good. Is it? Is yeah. it? Because I, I, you know, I was content with the first three, mm-hmm. particularly the way we rounded three it's off. It's not yeah. like, um, like it, it is like a coda, isn't it? Toy Story 4. Yeah, I was thinking this, but three, give, give three is ending, also an ending. Three is yeah. an ending, but given the ending of four, that that's the one thing that makes it not a coda. If it was just them going to meet Bo Peep, yeah, it'd feel like a coda. Okay, but given the the way it, the finality of that ending, yeah, that's the ending now. Someone you know dies, I mean? don't they? No, no one dies. They're toys. <laughs> <laughs> Someone dies. Someone's not real. Oh, did the penguin was like, yeah, did, lose an arm? What's the pet Weezy? Did Weezy die? Did he die? Lung cancer. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I you timed that far too well for me taking a drink. Eddie was drinking his Coca Cola. I wasn't his. registered copyright. We have to get Sponsor. a claxon. Yes. Yeah. We definitely should. Um, We're not giving in, listener, who has already complained about uh, this gag. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can carry on. I mean, you know, there are other items in this room that we could. Uh, there are. Yeah, Sam, there are. What is in this room? Wow, 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 wow. We have like three conversations going on. <laughs> we we'll, do. We'll, get, we'll get back to the shameless product placement. Okay. Um, but yes, no, I, I, I generally agree that I, I highly doubt that at the end of El Camino, I'm going to go, and it's over. Yes. Whereas, whereas I did, for instance, with the Deadwood movie. Okay. Because that, that show was cancelled and right. it doesn't conclude, it just ends. Okay. Um, right. And then the film was. And we're done, you know. Um, okay. But I suspect, yeah, it, Breaking Bad, it has a beginning, it has a middle, it has an end. This will just be a bit, a nice extra slice. Like, yeah, yeah all right. Mm. Hopefully a nice send off for Jesse. Hopefully. Yeah. Because I will say in all of fiction, mm. I don't think there's ever a character that I've uh, cared <laughs> about more in terms of, there's just something about Jesse. Mm. It's obviously the performance, the writing, everything. But um, when I was growing up, Lost was sort of, was my kind of show. Mm -hmm. Um, And that show, more than any others, I would say, is great at making you care about those characters. But Jesse, I would say, overtakes them. Would you agree? Um, Oh, yeah. I certainly uh, think think highly of of Jesse. Yes. Or however that is, however you say that. Yes. About a fictional character. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I will. I, I would be horrified if he meets an unpleasant fate. Yeah. In El Camino. Well, the thing is, because Breaking Bad, we've talked a long time about Breaking Bad. Now. We have. Uh, we'll move on swiftly, but um, the moment everyone has like their moment where they stopped uh, supporting Walt. Says you. 
most people have like, <laughs> oh, when did you like start thinking he went too far? Okay. And Jordan doesn't think he <laughs> ever went too far. <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Yeah. Objectively, very early on, I was against what he was doing. But in terms of like actually hating the character, it's when he makes Jesse cry. <laughs> there's no coming back from that now you crossed the line um but yeah you basically think that he's entirely correct all the time don't you not entirely correct i mean you're you hate skylar him him cooking because you're both misogynists (laughs) skylar it's not misogyny skylar i just don't like the character skylar Is a bitch, and you will not convince oh, me otherwise. No, Why is Skylar a bitch? She had an affair. With he cooks meth. <laughs> he kills people. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make money for my family." Here's this thing. That's I, not Here's this reason. thing I can do. I can do it very well. Right. I will put I the man skills to you. The really, man had cancer, like, and he's listen. got money for his family. Yeah, we really, we really do have to move on from Breaking Bad soon. But right, <laughs> because Sam is wrong on this, and me and Jordan no, are right no, no, for no. once. Right, listen. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. The showrunner himself has mm. said that it's like episode four where Walt goes too far. And that's not accepting the money that Gretchen and Elliot offer him. It's because if he really cared about his family, he would have accepted the money. Right, okay. So if it's really about getting money for his family, if millionaires offer you, off to pay for your treatment, mm. you accept it. It's clearly not about the money. It's about ego. No. It's about Good counter argument. <laughs> it's about meth. It's about meth. No, it's not. It's because he would be forever beholden to Gretchen and Elliot and like in death. I mean, he didn't them. have that long left, George. No, but his family would. And what would he have to leave behind? Huh? If not money. <laughs> if not, you know. A massive do, meth empire. You, we wouldn't be beholden to them because they, they offer it to him, no strings attached. Yeah, and, and Skylar would be forever like, hey, hey Holly, you know, right. your father that you never met, he, you know, this woman he used to date, she paid for his cancer treatment. So, we, you know, we like her. This is, you know. You're weird. How am I weird? You've gone mad. I have not we'll gone mad. On. We'll move on. I have not gone mad. Walt? Yes, his methods are a bit... Methods. They're a bit <laughs> unorthodox. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... He's, hey, it's he's good a, shit. You can't He's a good it. chemist. What are you going to do? What if you're like, oh, shit, I only have, like, a couple... Like, maybe a year, maybe less than that to live. Yeah. All I have is this just, like, gift of being a good chemist. Right. What's the best, fastest way to make as much money as possible? The best, fastest way? Yeah. Accept it when someone offers. No. It's certainly the fastest. We can argue about whether it's the best. It's certainly the fastest. Thank you. I disagree. I stand uncorrected. I still still disagree. I stand uncorrected. No, I still disagree. What else are we going to talk about then? Um, That doesn't excuse Skylar. What else are we going to talk about then? No, 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 no. (laughs) She is still... Oh my God. What is there about... (laughs) Look, I... Loathe infidelity. Yes. Right? More than perhaps anything. Okay. But it's objectively not as bad as <laughs> killing people and making meth. It just feels worse for some reason. I sort of get where you're coming from in a way. I sort of do. Right? Right. For, for whatever reason, the idea of like someone cheating on this, well, they're separated at that point. Mm. But. No, they're not. Uh, officially divorced. They're, never, they're not divorced, they're never but, but they're separated. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it might not even be cheating, depending on how you look at it. Mm. 
But the sense that she might be cheating, I sort of get on a gut level why that feels worse than killing people and making meth. Perhaps that's because it could happen. killing people and making meth or perhaps, last year. Or perhaps it could be because infidelity can happen to you. Mm. Whereas you're not likely to kill people or make meth or encounter someone who no, has. No, but here's the thing. Whereas what? someone cheating on you, that's, well, not just likely, but inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean you in particular, by the oh, way. Right. I Waltz. just mean everyone's going to get cheated on at some point. Okay, Walt yeah. does some pretty terrible things. I, I will I will keep having you know killing the people that died he poisoned a child yes spoilers um, oh yeah oh yeah. Well, yeah. we'll pass we'll pass that <laughs> the point. kid did deserve it's fine yeah, no yeah okay that's that sucks that's, that's, that's not, not on that's not on no but you know usually he has to do these things out of survival or he has to do these things no, out of necessity no but by a situation he Skylar himself into shows to have a affair a affair a affair she chose to have a affair. Yeah. Just because. Just like, oh, I'm, just not, happy. Oh, I'm not happy with Walt. I'm just going to cheat on well, him. Well, didn't he just choose to start making meth? No, but he didn't choose to, like, kill those people. He didn't choose yes, to. Yes, he did. No, he had to. No, he didn't. It was necessary. He had to do it. Right. You think he would have done. Do you think, like, oh, Walt, everything is fine at the moment, but here is the choice to, kill, to like, poison the child? Will you take it? You think he would have just gone, oh, yeah, I'll do that? Why not? Right. He, ha- he had to do it. <laughs> he didn't have to do it. Yes, no, he right. had to do it. There are one or two occasions in the show where just out of pure like self instinct and survival, right? That yes, he has to in terms of self defense, like he has to kill mm. someone. I can only think of one off the top of my head, right? Which is well, Tuco, but they they don't kill him. But like, like yeah, yeah. that situation, and when they're cl- they're clearly going to kill him in the RV in the pilot. Oh yes, that okay. okay. Yeah. Other than that. Everything he does is premeditated. No. Yes, it is. No. He kills the dealers uh, who, who, who Jesse's going to kill. He runs uh, see, over this car. A bevy of spoilers coming up. Yeah, we, again, we're past that. Point. Okay. He kills the, the show came out years ago. If yeah. you haven't watched it by watched now, it's very <laughs> He has all those people in the prison killed. Mm-hmm. Who else does he kill? He, he has Dale killed. Yes. These are all premeditated well, moves. He, he poisons to. Brock as a move. Yeah, but no, like Gail, he had to kill Gail. He didn't have to kill Gail. Yes, he did have to kill Gail, because Gail was going to take over from him. So if there's no Gail... Look, it depends how you look at it, doesn't it? If it's like you're just accepting that he's going to be in the meth business, then there's a... Yeah, okay, there's a lot of hat do's. But him being in the meth business in the first place is the problem, isn't it? Oh, he had to kill this person because they want to kill him. It wouldn't be a problem if not for the choices he made. You wouldn't have to go. You wouldn't have the cousins. You wouldn't have... Uh, Gus, you won't have any of those people mm. if he doesn't start making meth. But then how's he going to provide for his family? Except how's he going the money to be a millionaire. He... No, 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 because the money is for his treatment. The money that he's making is for his family, for the college, for his kids and for... They have for... jobs. Oh, that'll do. That'll it get... does for most people. No, that'll, yeah, that'll get him through... That'll me- help him live comfortably. I was wrong. Being I think an Jordan's the one with the secret meth empire. Right. I just, you just, I don't know where, you, where, where this stuff comes from with you. It's just. <laughs> He's got a secret meth empire. He's just bought a car wash. Right, <laughs> no. I will admit, because um, I'm realizing now with the, with the podcast, people don't have the context of us having these conversations beforehand and stuff. Right. I am being a little, like, you know, 
Because the I, there's irony there. Yeah, yes. the, like there are certainly there are certain like common held opinions about Breaking Bad. Yeah. One of them is that Skyler is in the wrong. Is yeah. in the wrong, and yeah. you know, so part of it is playing into that. I know. I I know that ninety percent of our relationship is irony. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've sort of accepted that you believe certain things and I believe certain things and we will continue to act as though that's true yes that's um, how relationships work but I will say platonic relationships I, I will say um, to end our Breaking Bad discussion yes to sort of try and how about we're, four, we're about 40, 40, 40 minutes, minutes in you've got a train to catch haven't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright um, to end our discussion I'll sort of try and bring it back in a circle because um, the first thing I said was I like the show more on the second watch yeah um, having watched it the second time round I am finding it more difficult earlier on to root for Walt oh good yeah yeah that comes with age I think yeah because for me I think it was about maybe like series five or like the final season yeah that's when I started to be a bit like oh I'm finding it difficult now to stay on board with it right Whereas yeah, by t- this point already, I'm still kind of like, oh no, he's 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 gone too far. Yeah. Tell you what it is though, I it's a shorthand, isn't it? Because even when he's doing these incredibly terrible things, mm. I think most people start to really lose sympathy for him when he becomes annoying, yeah. not immoral, but annoying. Yes. Like it's in the um, well, season five in general. I mean, there's no point saying spoiler alert. <laughs> he kills Gus at the end of season four. I know. And wow. um, he's kind of because it because well, you the, say that people won't know who Gus is if they haven't no, seen the show. True. It won't be as the odds, like, oh, okay. The odds are so stacked against him in season four. He's losing, losing, losing. That mm. when he beats someone of that magnitude, he's cruising the smugness of that victory yes. through the rest of the show, and it makes him just kind of. There's a moment in the in the first episode of season five where he says, "Oh, we'll be fine." I'm like, "Oh, how 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 do you know? Is it because I say so?" Yeah, it, it's it completely gone to his head, mm. and when he becomes arrogant and irritating, that's when you start thinking, "Oh, I think he's immoral now." Yes, not when he's letting women yeah, choke doing, to death, on, <laughs> yeah. doing all of these horrible things. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been fairly silent for most. I know of that's a have. problem as well. That's a problem as well. Yeah, but if you're going to stay, we can just record ad infinitum. I'll just what I'll do is I'll just edit you in at random <laughs> points through the Breaking Bad discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Right, no, okay. just be like, no, Skylar's a bad person. I went on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Skylar's a bitch, guys. <laughs> Fucking deal with it. Um, so what else was it right. that you wanted to... Was there anything else we wanted to discuss? Yeah. Well, Eddie, you wanted to talk about um, Spider-Man and Marvel more broadly. Yes. So, obviously, I'm assuming you both have seen... There's my review of Marvel. <laughs> Fair enough. And there's my, there's my my TD whatever it was. <laughs> TLDR. TLDR. Marvel. Um, yes, I'm assuming you have both seen that a deal has been struck between Disney yes. and yes. Sony. Yes, because of course it has. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because them announcing what a week two ago that they couldn't reach a deal. Yeah. How is, long? How long has it been? Since not long the initial news. A, a month? Maybe? Okay. Right. About a month? I, I don't even know if it's been that. It might not I, even I, be I, I'll say, I feel like I was on, on holiday when it happened. I'll say it was just yeah. about long enough for me to start feeling like, oh yeah, maybe this is something we're going to have to deal with. I say yeah. that as if it's like this, <laughs> this terrible tragedy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, maybe um, 
yeah, maybe they are going to have to we had, work a couple of things. We know? had this conversation. It sort of feels like, well, Disney more than Marvel is sort of a modern church. And a church yes. has absolute precepts to it yes. that will never be changed. That's the whole point of an absolute precept. Mm. And it just feels like when you're dealing with the level of macroeconomics that Disney and Marvel are, the idea that they, they're not in control of all of their properties mm. and one could just leave, yeah, with, you know, compromising their entire plan of how things are going to go, it just seems like it... It's a violation of some natural order at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and this is coming from a non-Marvel fan, particularly. Mm. Mm. So yeah, it's like, but it doesn't feel. You know, I remember saying to you, it doesn't feel like this can happen. Yeah, it was it's, just it was bizarre more than anything. Yeah, but, but I, I kind of liked it because it, it did. So like, no, anything can happen. Yeah, it, it sort of yeah. shattered that. But now it turns out, <coughs> you no, know, there are some absolute precepts. Yeah, there is a natural order, and now Spider Man is back in the MCU. Yeah, who yeah. gives a shit? <laughs> Who cares where I he is? I, I only care in the sense that Spider-Man is kind of the only... One of the very few things about the MCU as a whole that I actually am okay with. Right. I kind of love... Those films, are, they're pretty decent. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and him as a character. I kind of like the... Especially after we went through all the Phase 2 films where it was just like, you know... Um, you know, like Doctor Strange and Thor and all this like big mythical, like yeah. massive superhero scale stuff. Just was Doctor Strange Phase 3? Oh yeah, take, no, that, that was geek out yeah, phase through. Yeah, uh, whatever. My point was Shamed like after all of this big scale stuff, we just had a film where it was just like a kid in high school. I know what you mean. You know, it's like oh, it's nice that we've gone down. And yeah. also, it felt like one of the first, for me at least, one of the first MCU films that kind of delivered on its promise of these films are all connected and in the same universe. Right. The fact that like Captain America is like on the tape that they show mm. to kids in class. Yeah. And like the, they're using like Avengers masks to rob the bank and just little details like that. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this feels like it's all set in the same world a bit. Yeah. No, I I, th I think that the thing with me for this is I obviously, I like Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, I've seen the Tobey Maguire films. Mm -hmm. I've seen the Andrew Garfield films and I've seen, well, I still haven't seen the latest Spider-Man. Right. I know roughly what happens. Have yeah. seen Spider-Man's? Oh, no, I haven't seen Spider-Verse. Oh, you should watch Spider-Verse. Yeah, I know. Spider-Verse is very good. Yeah, definitely. Spider-Verse is on my list. But, you know, generally speaking, I've seen most of the yes. modern Spider-Man films yes. anyway. I quite enjoyed the Tom Holland version. I quite, you know, I quite enjoyed <clears throat> the fact that they kept him... It's, it's, they, you know, they've kept the home thing. But they'd obviously set it up as a trilogy. And Had they? Yes. Okay. It's... Because he was, when they got him as a character, he was falling under the Marvel rule of three. Right. And then they added him into Civil War and Avengers and all that and buggered up that. Are you saying... Oh, I see, right. Yeah. Are you saying that they clearly set it up as a trilogy because the the very end of the second one, of the more recent one... Well, there is that. Um, but Tom Holland himself, I think it was... Had suggest the way he had spoke about it. Okay. Had suggested there was going to be okay. three. I'm, I'm less concerned about that. I'm just sort of looking at the film as its own. I know that, like in the world, like we live in now, like the the the, the const like the films they announced at Comic Con. Yeah. And just like it's oh, Phase much. Four. This is like you know, and everything. Yeah. It's just like we're now looking at like when films are coming out, and that's how like they tie into. But I'm sure yeah. as I, I think I think I said to you earlier. 
I'm sure there was a gap in that film schedule. For Spider-Man 3? For the third Spider-Man film. Right, okay. Because that has immediately now gone into coming out May 2021. Yeah, instantly. When he was back, they announced the release date. Uh, The thing is, I said to you earlier, it feels like blockbuster cinema certainly now is just a doctor's surgery. And you ring up and you and it will be the next appointment we've got is is next Thursday. Yeah. And that's what films are. They just pencil in a date and like you can expect if you look it up, it's like untitled Marvel film out on this date in 2022. Mm. Untitled Fox animation film. It's just it you you it used to be you made a film, mm. it did well, you announced a sequel, you did a sequel. Well, yeah. No, because they're all they all sort of come out around about the same. We get three a year now, right? Is that the number? Well Marvel. Yeah, three yeah. a year. You get one in February, you get the big one in April, yeah, yeah, and then you get another one about July time, mm-hmm. which are all, as far as I'm aware, they're still kind of off seasons for film, aren't they? Well, summer, summer, summer. Well, no, because July. July is summer, but yeah. July is kind of their cool down film, isn't it? Right. You know, we had Infinity War in April, and then we had what was after Infinity War? Spider Man. Oh, Infinity War. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that's our cooldown after Infinity War. And it's yeah. like when all the big films are coming out, so it doesn't really matter. And then you get Endgame, and then like, oh, now we have Spider-Man. It's like our cooldown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, I actually kind of find that interesting, that the big tentpole blockbuster Marvel film is in like April when nothing's really coming out. Yeah, I see what you're saying. They're sort of, they've cornered the market a little bit there, mm. you know? Yeah, but it's, it's things like Matt Reeves, uh, who directed the last two Planet of the Apes films, yes. who's now making The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Is he still making... Oh, yeah. this news. The more recent news. It's not news. Okay. Because um, I felt like I felt like he's been directing it for a while. They when, when Affleck was still Batman. No, no. This is Robin Pat- the Robin Pattinson Batman film. Yeah, I know, I know it's yeah, Robin yeah, Pattinson. Yeah, but that was Affleck. But, like, yeah. But Ben Affleck was still Batman when he was announced to direct it. To write and direct it. Yeah. Yes, I think yes. so. Um, anyway, so they, they, the plan there is for him to have a trilogy of Batman films. Right. And they haven't shot one frame of the first one yet. (laughs) They haven't filmed anything. Yeah. And he has a trilogy. It just, it's too much. No, it's it's, it's like Avatar. Avatar comes out in, what was it, 2009? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, so there's a sequel. Oh, no, no, now there's two, now there's three, now there's four. Yeah. Five Avatar films coming out, right? But but it's... I got... There wasn't even a point in the first place, and I certainly got it. Yeah. (laughs) But then it's like... Oh, well, yeah, two and three for sure. But then if they do, well, then four and five are well, coming out. They're doing this weird Back to the Future thing, but they're filming all of the sequels at once, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But the problem is, like, Avatar was groundbreaking when it came out. But if you're using no similar technology... No one's going to give a shit. No one's going to give a shit now. Things still baffles me about Avatar, <laughs> with being topical. Um, <laughs> Avatar is, for all the time that was spent on that film, mm. 12 years, Yeah. the fact that the script was as terrible as it is, yeah. is what baffles me. <laughs> yeah, you're spending most of your time with the technology now. But, like, have a, a second draft at some point, yeah. or, you know. Because it is dreadful. Yeah. And Obtainium. <laughs> and, obta- you know and, and the I, villain is a marine who has a scar going yeah. down the side of his eye. Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen Avatar. You haven't seen Avatar? No, and I was kind of proud. Because... You're proud. Well, no, because until... It's, it's fair. It's, until mm. fairly recently when Endgame came out and took the top spot. Yeah. Until then, I had not seen the highest grossing film of all time. Right. And I don't know, I took some weird... Perverse pride in that. That's fair. I'm I like did a film I, guy and I haven't seen it. I didn't see it in the cinema. 
No. Which is when everyone did go and see it. Mm. Yeah, I saw, I saw Avatar yeah. in cinema. But I saw Avatar in cinema twice. Yeah. Because I think... went with friends from school oh, you're, you're, and then... You're the one of those bastards no. who like, helped to get to the top. <laughs> well, I, no, well, I went with friends from school because they wanted to see it. I didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. So I made my dad go and see it because right. I needed to watch it again to understand it. Oh, okay. Right. Because I was dumb as a shit. As a kid. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't understand Avatar. <laughs> Were you in special needs, Eddie? <laughs> what do you mean, was? <laughs> 2019, um, babe, still there. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, Avatar. I never saw the 3D, the thing that you're supposed to see it for. Mm. I bought the DVD when it came out because mm. of the um, attention and praise it was getting. Yeah. So yeah, I was just going off it as a film. Mm. As a film, it's dreadful. Yeah. Okay. It's really dreadful. The lead actor is eh, mm. Sam Worthington, that nothing of a leading man. Yes. Yeah, who seems to have faded Yeah, now. he's, he's gone. gone. He's not yeah. things anymore. He was for a while. Yeah. Was he uh terminator genesis or is that a different guy i don't i genuinely don't know okay isn't th- that jason no um as who as john connor yeah no no um kyle reese no that's jay courtney I jay think. courtney yeah he's another one though. yes yeah. they all seem to be australian yeah is jay courtney australian uh i can no, i'm pretty sure he is uh, look it up but i feel like sam worthington is the guy from terminator salvation he is in salvation yes yes yeah, yeah. So oh right yeah he's okay. in terminator salvation Wow, you get Sam with it, then you bring in Jai Courtney. <laughs> it's like we're rebooting. Following Arnold Schwarzenegger, real charisma, <laughs> charisma leads in those films. Well, actually, Schwarzenegger does have some charisma. That's unfair. Um, oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Jai Courtney is Kyle Reese in Terminator Genesis. Yeah, okay. And he's Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad. Yes, in Boomerang. <laughs> that has been confirmed to be in the sequel for the Suicide Squad film, which well. has two thousand actors in it, as far as I can gather. Has quite a few. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but Michael Rucker is probably one of the ones that annoys me the most. Who? Who? Michael Rucker. So oh, Michael he, Rucker. So, oh, right. Yeah. But he's in, he's in every James Gunn film, isn't he? Yes. And that's why it annoys me. Because no, he's like his, um, his John Ratzenberger or his, yeah. what's the no, James because, Gunn? No, because James Gunn has got uh, his Greg own. Yeah. yeah. James Gunn has got his own brother for that. Is he in it as well? Oh, yeah. Ted Gunn, is it? No, Sean. No, Ted Gunn Sean. is the, uh, <laughs> is the guy Mindhunter. Yes. Uh, yes. No, it, it's Sh- Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. Yeah. Who's Sean who, is, Gunn? who is also in the Guardians films yeah. and is now also in this. Right. As is Michael Rocker. So you don't like the fact that he has two consistent actors? That and the fact that it's taking them both and putting them in both Marvel but and Michael DC. Rucker is right. not. That's also annoying. There, there are worse actors you could put in every oh. film you do than Michael Rocker. Oh, very true. But it just it, that is the fact that he's just taken them and shoved them in the film annoys me. Michael Rooker's finest performance, of course, being in The Walking Dead. Oh, Cliffhanger! Yes, <laughs> I, I, I would I would argue he is very good in The Walking Dead. I have, when I the particularly as he is in it at times where I think The Walking Dead is very bad. I know his name is Merle. And dogs like this. Yeah, that's M- just Merle, Merle, Dixon. Merle Dixon. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad now. Because I said The Walking Dead is like a joke answer. Yeah. But you said Cliffhanger. Yeah. Which is one of those like... It was a joke answer as well. Okay, kind yeah. of. But it's yeah. also like, oh, he's not bad. And then Eddie went, oh, I do like him in The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's not bad in it, is he? As far as I know. Um, I honestly don't remember. Daryl's the one who gets all the attention. Yeah. Yeah, that's Norman Reedus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is Michael... Michael Walker's best performance is... 
Henry portrait of a serial killer. That's his best performance. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's also in, what's that other James Gunn film? Severance? Is that what it's called? Or Slither? Slither. Oh, Slither sounds It's an 05 right. kind of... Um, super. No, no. Oh. Yes, he did do that, didn't he? Yes, he did Super. But in 05, he did a horror comedy. Oh, okay. I think it's Slither. Okay. Yeah, oh. Severance is the Danny Dyer British right. criminal. Oh, bleeding. Yeah. I do think the cast for The Suicide Squad is interesting for the sequel. Go on, reel them off. So, obviously, you've got Margot Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Not Jared Leto. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's the line? I'm an idea. Fucking hell. <laughs> they put that. Yeah. Someone wrote that in the script. And everyone from the costume department, I know they don't ever say, to the lighting guys, to the producers went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. Well, oh, they, yeah, all I guess the Joker is an idea. Yeah. That's or they weren't <laughs> allowed to say otherwise. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, like the costume designer, I imagine, is not going to go up and go, this is fucking shit. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. That's worse than the costume, darling. There's then again, of... the makeup guys did write damaged on his forehead. That's true. So you know, yeah, they yeah, they, they, also, they they don't get. They much also of have some shit to answer for. Yeah, you know? um, but how much power does Jared Leto have as well? That's the thing. That's true. Um, but it reminds me of a line in Legend, that Tom Hardy craze oh, film, that's great. which is, I think, the worst line. Genuinely, is the worst line of anything ever. Which it has this woman narrating it, who's the wife of one of the yeah. guys. And I can't remember the, the lead up to it or the context, but the line is, London's just like everything else, really. It just is. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck me, that shite. Is there, there's literally nothing that you couldn't say that about. <laughs> it is. This phone is. This Coke podcast it is. is. Coca-Cola. It just is. <laughs> He's really trying to get tasty. <laughs> it is tasty. Um, but yeah, <laughs> back to the Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, Viola Davis. Yeah, she's uh, okay. It depends on what she's in. She, so yeah, she's she's in <laughs> like the she was in the first one. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, yeah. a lot a bunch of people from the first one are back. Um, so you got Margot Robbie, Viola Davis. Joel Kinnaman, who Don't played like Rick Flag. Yeah. Uh, Jai Courtney is back Don't as Captain like Boomerang. Mm. And then. Just cast Tom Hardy. Just stop being coy about it. <laughs> but in terms of the other characters, I think that is it because Idris Elba was originally cast to play Deadshot, um, but then they decided to change their mind on Idris Elba playing Deadshot because that way Will Smith could eventually come back if he really wanted to. Right. Um, so they've uh, given Elba a new role because they decided they couldn't replace a black man with a black man and it'd be the same thing. Right. Um, Th- but, do you think that's what it is? Uh, uh, that they didn't cast Elba they, the, they, as Deadshot because it would be like as though they're interchangeable. Like black, the black men are oh, interchangeable. Oh, okay. Um, I, okay. Which is... Yeah, I would. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if that was true. No, he, as I say, he says it's so that Will Smith can return, despite right. originally announcing that he wasn't that he was going to play right. dead, that Elba was going to play Deadshot. Right. I just think it's all a bit questionable. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, well, I don't know. Could you argue that in terms of what they bring as actors, 
I don't know, uh, but could you say that Will Smith and Idris Elba bring a similar energy, which could help that idea that, oh, they are, you know, I mean, it'll be seen as though they're interchangeable. They've made some shit films recently. I don't know, really. I mean... Because what's Elba's, Elba's appeal? Elbow. <laughs> what's Elba's appeal? <coughs> well, he's, like, he's broadly speaking a good actor, you know? <coughs> um, you've Not got to sort out that cough. I really do. Not including The Dark Tower. No, no, with, with exceptions. I Will don't Smith, know, really. Will Smith is one of those people you hire if you want a charismatic guy, right? That's yeah. his thing? Yeah. He's charismatic? I guess. Is Elba charismatic? Yeah, but in a different way. Okay. I don't know, Will Smith is kind of... Well, he looks kind of funny, doesn't he? Let's face it. <laughs> okay. I, you know, he's got... <laughs> not like that. He's got, like, <laughs> pointy... You know, he's a weird-looking guy, really. Right. Um, but he's, he's a leading man. Yeah. Elba is kind of more... Sexy. <laughs> no, you know, he's more kind of... Swell. Because he's British, isn't he? So yeah. he's got that as well. That's the thing is, one is British, one is American. Yeah, and Will Smith's a bit more... You know, even in his youth, I don't imagine Elba could have been the Fresh Prince of Ballet. No. But and Will, <laughs> no. And Will Smith couldn't be Stringer Bell in The Wire. No. He, he Will Smith has less gravitas than Idris Elba, I okay. would say. Yeah. Will Smith couldn't be Bond. No. No, no. he couldn't. Elba... I, yeah. I do think could. Yeah. Um, Not now, though, because he's well, however old he is. Um, the other people added to the cast for the yes. Suicide Squad. John Cena. <laughs> uh, Storm Reed. I know the name. I, I, don't, I, know I, see, I don't know the name. Uh, Flula Borg. That's a German c- comedian. It's definitely a comedian. Yeah, he's German. Yeah. Yeah. He's a YouTube guy. Um, yeah. Okay. Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah, obviously. Oh, okay. As, who's Nathan Fillion? We yeah, don't know yeah, where any of these are. Oh, no, the, yeah. Uh, Peter Capaldi. Okay. Pete Davidson. Okay. So the, the S- yeah. from SNL that was uh, with uh, Ariana Grande. Nope. Uh, no, he, he, was, he was on SNL. Okay. That's the sort of vibration of culture that I'm not on. Uh, not there. Alice Braga. I know the name. I think she's uh, in I Am Legend. Again, then you've got Sean Gunn, Michael Rucker. Uh, Tika Waititi, how I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, is he is 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 he now just Hollywood man? I guess. Hollywood things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we're now getting into names I'm not going to try and pronounce. So that's Wacking Cosio or Cosio. Uh, Mailing. <laughs> so it's a Vietnamese name. Juan Diego Botto, Tenashi Kajesi, Julio Ruiz. And Jennifer Holland. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last one I was yeah. tripping up over. Uh, okay. um, I mean, I'm interested to see what he a what he does with Suicide Squad because there's, they've said it's more of a reboot. Yeah, yeah, a soft reboot. A so, yeah, it's like a soft reboot rather than a sequel. Is it going to be better or worse than the other one? Um, it'll be better. I think it's just going to be Guardians of the Galaxies, but with a bit of swearing. So do I. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Pretty much. Do we know what the age rating is? No. Okay. Do you it, think do, it doesn't come out until 2021. Okay. Because the original Suicide Squad was... Was that PG-13 or was that higher? I have no idea. Do you remember, Eddie? <coughs> no, but I should be able to find on it. I don't think there was anything that would have pushed it above a PG-13. Child Lato's performance? Ah, 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 <laughs> ah. <laughs> You're going to do the thing at the end. Oh, I don't remember the bit at the end. Yeah, it's like a... It's this weird, like, yeah, Chris Siegel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm just remembering the fact that it was up. 
if not won the Oscar for best makeup and hairstyling. Yes, it did do that. Thing is, that Oscar won did, did it not deserve that? Not against Star Trek Beyond, I wouldn't say. Okay. It was that Star Trek Beyond and another film, which might it depends be a period film. This is the category in which it comes under putting the word damaged on his forehead. I know yes. that. I know that. Yeah. I know. I get that. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, you said, oh, it's the Oscar winning Suicide Squad. If it's in a category it deserves, like, fair enough. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Uh, like, you can I have mean, a terrible film you gotta, that has great makeup. So, yeah. yeah, give it the Oscar then. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't have to be a good film as well. The thing is, though, it's a film where there are a lot of characters wearing prosthetics and makeup. Right. Is that the equivalent of giving, like, Bohemian Rhapsody the editing Oscar where, oh, it's a film that has a lot of editing. Yeah, but that's bad. That's badly done, though. No, but is it it a similar thing? Because it's like with sound, isn't it? Like, they typically give it to either, like, quiet films or give it to films where there's, like, like musicals and stuff where Mm -hmm. there's a lot of sound. Yeah. Just like, oh, I noticed the sound, therefore it must have good sound. I know what you're saying. I noticed the makeup, therefore it must have good makeup. I know what you mean. No, I mean, like, with with Bohemian Rhapsody is bad editing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, So it shouldn't have won the Oscar. It shouldn't no. have been nominated for the Oscar. No. That film shouldn't have been nominated for any Oscars. No. You're just going to come out and say it, are you? Yes, yeah, terrible. It's a terrible film. What film's this? Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I See, you I... like it? I kind of... No. I like it less than I did. I less, did... I did, you like did, it, did you like it more before this conversation? <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. So... I'm when, a backbone, Eddie. Come on. No. When I watched it in the cinema, I enjoyed it because it's Queen and I'm a big fan of Queen. Mm-hmm. Whether Malik should have won the Oscar is a different matter. No. Who should have? Well, he wasn't... The, the person who should have won wasn't nominated. That being... Ethan Hawke. Oh, yes. Yes. The okay. first reformed. Yes, absolutely. I can't remember who the nominees were. In that I, don't, I remember it not being particularly... I'm trying to get to the right year now. Yeah. This is the right year. Uh, so Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. I would say Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would say, yeah. I, I would say, I feel like we had this conversation at the time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I remember not wanting Bale to win for Vice. No. No, no, same. Which um, I, I didn't like the, the film. The other possibility. Yes, they, they were the front runners, I would yeah. say. Yeah. But... You know, as I say, whether Malik should have won the Oscar, I enjoyed the film because I was a Queen fan. Queen film, right. In the same way I enjoy Mamma Mia. Because I, no, I, I, I also enjoyed Mamma Mia. Enjoyed okay. Mamma Mia. Um, not the sequel, the sequel's very bad. See, the, the sequel's a better film, but that makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, but okay. having since seen Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, having seen Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. since then, I enjoyed it less. Right. And I think seeing it in the cinema, get, seeing that Live Aid bit mm. on the cinema, I think is what I enjoyed more than anything. Would Would you agree that that's the reason it did as well as it? As I that, think it's a hundred percent because the Live well Aid bit really looks like the Live Aid yes. performance. Yeah, fair play, well done for that sequence. Well, then just but who cares? Just go watch the Live Aid performance. Right? But in terms of because it really looks, you know, they've done, they've done, they've recreated it well. Okay. Which fair enough, credit where credit's due. Okay. It looks mm-hmm. like it, you know, fine. But th- that doesn't, that shouldn't carry a film to a Best Picture nomination. I think it was good to get a nomination whether we liked it or not. I think is the problem. Oh, well, yes, thing, right? I don't know because whatever you think of the Oscars, and I have a generally low opinion of the Oscars, but I, I wouldn't mind winning one though. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever you think of the Oscars, the films that get nominated generally are critically acclaimed. <coughs> Yes, you've got to sort that out. 
Uh, It'll be gone by the next recession. Okay. <laughs> um, Bohemian Rhapsody was not critically acclaimed. No. Yeah, it's one of the lower... Um, yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a guarantee that it was going to get nominated. He was a guarantee, probably. Yeah. But certainly not even to win. It was a shock when he started winning everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a you had a nomination in Christian Bale, which was similar in the sense that it's a an actor playing a real life individual in which they've gone in su- under some sort of physical transformation. Yeah. I'd have thought between uh, Malik and Bale, Bale would have caught the eye of the Academy more. That feels like more of the thing they go for. Yeah. His portrayal of Dick Cheney. Yeah, but I mean the the, the thing the, the film obviously portrays Dick Cheney as evil. Um, and Bale is unlikable as him. Yeah. The thing is, Malek... Yeah, the Oscars like it when you get fat or wear fake teeth or a wig or, you know, they like yeah. that sort of thing. Malek's playing a former pop star that had AIDS. He's playing a gay... Yeah. yeah. African? Freddie Mercury's born in Africa, right? South Africa, I think. Yeah. yeah. Zanz- yeah. Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Okay. Um, yeah, he's British, but he's born in Zanzibar. Yeah. Um, but no, he's a gay icon. And he died of AIDS, and that's very Oscar-y. Yeah. Doesn't he deserve the Oscar? <laughs> no, it doesn't. He shouldn't have been nominated. <coughs> he shouldn't have been nominated. Because it's actually, you know, I, I like Rami Malek. I really do. The problem is, Rami Malek already has quite noticeable teeth. Yes. And he has to wear fake teeth as Freddie Mercury, and it just looks like Bugs Bunny wearing fake teeth, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's redundant. It cancels. It, just, uh, it becomes a gurning performance. <laughs> mm. Where he's doing this vague British accent. Yeah. It's like Austin Powers. The orchestral section. Yeah, now yeah. Now comes the orchestral now section. Now comes the orchestral section. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're just, we're just meant to love... Oh, oh, what re- really makes me sick is in the Live Aid sequence. And they're all playing. Mm. And bear in mind, they've been a band for at least 10 years, I think, at this point. Yeah. Right? They all know Freddie... They know, they know his talent, all that sort of... And he, you know, he was talented, obviously. But... He starts singing, and only because it's the climax of the film, you get these shots of like the, the band members looking in utter awe at him. Some of these like yeah. he's doing this, you know, I've got to break free, and, like doing the whole hand movements and everything. And it cuts to Brian May just like, like oh my god, what's this? This he's so talented. And playing, I was like, I mean, oh fuck, oh, it's that moment because yeah. as the audience, I'm meant to be going, yes, I'm like with you. I'm really mm. get a grip, you curly fuck. I mean, yeah, I was just saying. You replaced him pretty quickly when he died. Yeah. Queen and Paul yeah. Rogers didn't take that long. And isn't happen. it produced by Queen, essentially? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's hagiographic. It, they're creating their own myth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, if you look at the history, certain things didn't happen in mm. like the order in which the film tells it. So they've, they've gone, what's the myth of Queen? Yeah, it's just that there and yeah, yeah. Well, is there a point again I haven't seen it but um, a friend of ours he was saying before that like um, only Freddy's portrays the individual who like was sleeping around and going out with people mm. whereas like Brian May and the rest of them are going home to their girlfriends yes. and being faithful and yeah. he was like yeah there's no way no yeah, we, obviously no. we can't say for sure but he in with a, a certain was degree like, of yeah, certainty yeah yeah but yeah Right. Yeah, it's now it's, it's now an Os- it's now an Oscar winning film. What's the worst best picture ever winner? Best what? <laughs> What's the worst, the worst best winner of best ever? picture. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to look at what has won Best Picture. Because the, the, the ones that generally come up are Chicago, Crash, which I love. Um, oh, How Green Was My Valley, because it beat Citizen Kane. Rocky is often cited, because it was out the same year as Network, All the President's Men Attacks. No, not Rocky. Rocky is... No, I, I agree, but it's just because of what it was up against. I'll tell you what the worst Best Picture winner of all time is. Go on. The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Oh, do you want to talk about your recent <coughs> yeah, I will. endeavours? <coughs> I have been binging um, the classics of cinema because um, I don't want to die having not seen everything because I'm that obsessive and compulsive. And part of my binge watching was the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, and I watched the extended Blu-ray editions mm. for all three. Yes. God, it's hard to get through. Jesus is oh, it's trudging through treacle. <coughs> Are you a fan of them, Jordan? Of what? Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. He hasn't seen, seen them. Rings. You haven't seen also Lord a of... point of pride for him. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we. Do you know what else is a point of pride for me, Eddie? <laughs> I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I know how to sit through people yeah, going say that's saying, good though until it's not. No, but that's the thing. Yeah. I had to sit through people saying, oh, you should watch Game of Thrones, it's really good, it's the best show on television, it's great. Oh, Everyone's having the best show on television. And then the ending happens, and I was able to sit back and go, ha, 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 Yeah, well, we asked him about Lord of the Rings. No, I, I was just going to ask whether he'd seen right, it or not. Okay. Because I have seen it, but I've watched them all about maybe once or twice. Right. And I'm not a particular fan. No, but it's, oh my God, it's... Which I think confused people because I was a fan of Game of Thrones. Yeah, but so was I. You know, it's um, it took me a while to get onto Game of Thrones, mm. but that's well written, and um, it's you know, it's essentially political, isn't it? Um, whereas Lord of the Rings is just mm. ogres and trolls and midgets, and they've got to get from uh, one part of New Zealand to a volcano. And it takes them, if you go for the whole, sitting down for the whole adventure, about 12 hours yeah. to get a half a day of your life. There's a scene at the very end of the trilogy when Frodo, having destroyed the ring, wakes up in a bedchamber. Mm. And it's all, it has this kind of white tint on it. So it looks angelic. And he wakes up, and there's an extreme close-up of Gandalf at the foot of his bed, which is quite creepy, really. Yeah. And then he stares at Frodo really in intensely for a while, and then just slowly kind of cracks a cheesy grin. And then Frodo starts going, ha, 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 ha. And then um, Merry and Pippin, two of the other little, little, little blokes, they come in, <laughs> and they start jumping up and down on the bed, ha, 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 frolicking. And then just one by one, the whole cast walks in so they can have like a little victory lap. And then he's saying goodbye to all of them. And it takes like 20 minutes. It takes, tw oh, it, it just yeah. never ends. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Enough. Yeah. Just, oh, for such a basic story as well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, because, yeah, we have other things. Yes. We, va we vaguely listed off. Yeah. For films to talk about. Do we even... I can't even remember if we've finished the discussions we started. Yeah, I don't know how many conversations have been left dangling. No. At this point, probably all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like we... Okay, no, I, I was saying that. We covered Breaking Bad <laughs> for 40 minutes. Yeah. That's definitely reached a conclusion. Okay. Yes, that's over. Right. 
That's done. Marvel. Did we say everything we wanted to say about Marvel? I just the only the thing I really had to add with that was the fact that I found it interesting that it's being announced as a Disney Sony deal rather than a Marvel Sony deal. Right. Oh, because okay. I felt like when they were trying before and they were saying, "Ah, oh, Marvel and Sony can't reach," it felt as though they were. It was like, "Well, Mar- we can't get a deal with Marvel," and then Disney went, "Yeah, right. yeah, yeah," but we're the parent company. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want? Yeah. So it's like, oh, big boy Disney has stepped in to yeah. sort it out. You know? gone, what do you want? And they've gone this, this and this. And they've gone, cool, we'll have him for that film then. And then you can have him back. Maybe, maybe. I was uh, saying to cause my sister, um, she recently binged all of the Marvel films in preparation for Endgame. Um, okay, fair. No, actually, it wasn't in preparation for Endgame. It was in preparation from Far From Home. She wanted to see that. Um, and because people insisted she had to see the rest of them. Even mm. though I would say that, for the most part, you don't have to have seen all the Marvel films to see a Marvel film. There's a couple, no. like Endgame, where I think you need that. It's a bit too much the baggage yeah. to yeah. get you to not get it. Um, but yes, she um, binged them all, and then obviously she found out about this deal, and she was gutted because Spider-Man is her favourite thing about the universe. Um, I've gotten the point I was going to make. What, did, what were you saying that led me into that? That it was a Sony uh, Disney deal. Oh, yes. yes. So right. I was talking to my sister about it. Um, and I think she was initially on the side of uh, Marvel. She was like, right. oh, how, you know, Sony took Spider-Man away. Isn't that a terrible thing? Right. It's like, well, you know, from what I understood, because details came out later and the, the deal was that Marvel wanted 50% of yeah. the films, whereas yeah, up yeah. until now they've had five. Yeah. So they were screwing Sony in a yeah. way, and Sony were like, well, no. Yeah. But also, they've got Spider-Verse now. Yeah. Prior to this, they had the Andrew Garfield universe, or they were trying to set up a universe with mm. him, and it just bombed. So they were like, oh, mm. fine, you can have Marvel. But now that we've got Spider-Verse, we yeah. kind of don't need uh And of course we have Venom, and... Um, oh, of course, Venom. Morbius. Venom. Yeah, Venom. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Um, but quite a question then, just for the fact of it ties Sony and the MCU in a, a regard of J.K. Simmons. Okay. In Far From Home. What about him? Does that not somehow link in the Sony universe with the MCU? I don't think. No. Yeah, I don't think it does. I think it's it's just why recast him. The Andrew Gar- basically the Andrew Garfield films. Whether intentional or not, they were smart enough to not recast J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And I think Disney kind of realised, yeah, we can't recast him, but we have the power to bring him back, so yeah. let's just do that. It's just, yeah, so that's, it's just a different J. Jonah Jameson. Know, uh, by the same yes, actor. also, because um, in the Tobey Maguire films, he's just like a newspaper s- scummy newspaper. Yeah. Now he's Alex Jones. Yeah. So he's mm. kind of a different character. Yeah, you know? yeah they, they tried to make it contemporary yes they? yeah but I love that he is just they've even got the same like graphics yeah they even look it even looks like it, you see that a lot like a lot of you know in TV shows the characters that are basically you know analogous to you said there was one in Homeland Homeland right? yeah, yeah. Who, a car, tr- see, truth seek or something like that okay one of those and he just talks like that the whole time. <laughs> the problem is, in Homeland, it, it, it looks like he's performing it. Right. I don't know whether that's intentional. Yeah. Because Alex Jones, whether he's performing or not, there, there's some sincerity there. 
<laughs> Do you know, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like he gets into it. Oh, got yeah. documents. Oh, the aliens are coming. You know. Whereas <laughs> this guy at home, man, he's like curling his lip and just going, "We will out the truth." It's like, what are you going on about? You yeah. matter. Jameson is sort of it. I would say that's kind of affect though the way because he's performing it almost exactly like he did in yeah one two and three like yeah. the original one two and three and that's very affected isn't it yeah Spider Man he's a criminal you know yeah. that's very kind of but it works it doesn't feel no but like the, the Raimi films in particular they are quite cartoony oh yeah in the Raimi yeah. films it works but in um, I mean it's it's out of place in the sense that if you have any knowledge of film you see that character from this different set of films yeah. you're like oh it's that guy again yeah yeah mm. but also it didn't feel out of place in Far From no. Home, just the way he was acting, you know? Yeah, because it, it suits, yeah, because there would be affect yes. in that. Yeah. In that kind of show. <clears throat> One thing very quickly I want to bring up, and you, I mean, you've both seen Far From Home, right? Mm-hmm. No. You haven't seen Far From Home? But you I, know. No. Okay. So the film happens, mm-hmm. and then the film ends with Spider-Man and Mary Jane just kind of swinging through Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to credits. And then you have credit because... Obviously, Marvel, they do post-credit scenes, mid-credit scenes and post-credit scenes. Yeah. So they're swinging through, credits happen, mid-credit scene turns up, they land, they have like a bit of a conversation, then uh, Jane Jonah Jameson comes up on the screen, yeah. and then the big revelation about Mysterio, and like, you know, Mysterio's fake, like, Spider-Man tape happens. And then Spider-Man's identity is revealed, then you cut to the rest of the credits. That feels like something you should put in the film, not in like a credit scene. I know what you mean. Right? But, no, I, but they know people are saying for the post-credit stuff now. But the post-credits I thought was reserved for like like because the very end, the very like the actual post-credit scene is like a couple of characters from Captain Marvel show up. Mm. Yeah. Um and it's like, oh, they've been in the film all along. And it sort of hints at like what the next film or what the next step for those characters will be. Mm. That's what a post-credit scene usually would be. Usually, yeah. Not yeah. Yeah, more well, of the film I, well, I, was I know what you mean it works in the sense that it does hint at what the next step for Spider-Man is going to be because he says earlier in the film doesn't he that like oh if people if people find out who I am I'm done mm. I can't keep operating Spider-Man if everyone knows I'm Spider-Man but, and the film and the mid-credit is everyone finding out yeah. but that feels like it's part of the story not like a like a weird but I, I'm, inter- oh, I'm interested to see what the title is for the next one because it's been it's, further from home What's the thing? It's that well, no, because it is the home. They're using the home, home, in the the home trilogy. Yeah. Oh, so right, we've yeah. had Spider-Man: Homecoming, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, Home and Away. So <laughs> it's just Spider-Man going home, just like <laughs> just him walking home for the whole time. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's it's going to have home in the title somewhere. It'd be called Spider-Man: Home and Away, and it'll be him like fighting a shark in Australia. Oh look, he's fucking Spider-Man's fighting a shark. <laughs> That'll be the third one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's just Sp- Spider-Man homes under the hammer and him trying to stop. Change over seems like the guest we- auctioneer. <laughs> Spider-Man, what are you doing? Can we talk about how much I hate Tom Holland? If you want, uh, if you want to alienate, I want to alienate more of our Lord of the Rings, Marvel, Tom Holland, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I hate Tom Holland. Okay, about it really. He's sort of in that school of British actors that. Really irritate me. Oh, them being Eddie Redmayne? Yeah. Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. Cumberbatch? To a lesser extent, but okay. yeah, that bunch. Who said, wasn't there like a comedian or something? The Brit Pack. Sorry? The Brit Pack. The Brit Pack. Was there a comedian or someone who said, 
we don't need Eddie Redmayne, Tom yeah. Hiddleston, and Cumberbatch. Yeah, one, yeah, one, one, one superfluous. Yeah, yeah. Or what, we can get rid of one. We yeah. don't need all three. I, I really hate. I think Eddie Redmayne's the what? No, Tom. Oh, I don't know. They're all. Well, you're not going to get rid of Tom Hiddleston anytime soon because he's part of Disney. He's got his yeah, and yeah. he's got the Loki TV Loki. series. Yeah. Um, Redmayne, are they still making Fantastic Beasts films? Or I think done? So. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. going to be sure another three of them. That's all he's yeah. doing at the moment, right? Yes. Yeah. He's in a he's in a Tom no he's in an Aeronauts or something like that. Okay. He's in an upcoming film that's not that right. Um, I really don't like him. Basically, what is the people that whenever they're on chat shows, they'll tell an anecdote about some charity work they did, and they'll look into the middle distance, then look up as if like really trying to like recall something, um, blink a lot, and, and talk humbly about their achievements. Um, oh, the bastards! I know. I'm gonna love being on well, a talk show in the future with Sam. Yeah, oh. I wish they all died of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, keep, we keep that in. Keep yeah, we're keeping keep, keep an eye. <laughs> Anything that paints Sam in a negative light, I'm keeping it. Hey, if he's paying me as a misogynist, I'm paying him as a cunt. <laughs> That's only fair. The shoe fits, mate. Right. At least I hate everyone equally. <laughs> Fuck off. So, um, that's your major beef with uh, Tom Holland. It's just that he's not. Oh, no. Anyway. I don't. I don't yeah. Sam hates anyone that's British. No, <laughs> I like Shakespeare. No, um, <laughs> you just uh, sounded so wanky. <laughs> that was the point. Um, no, I. Anyone who's who's really the people love them. When you get those videos on Facebook of like, oh Tom Holland five times Tom Holland was cute, or ten times Eddie Redmayne okay, was I do the cutest hate funniest person ever. Anyone who's like a subject of those, I I am suspicious of. In the same way that I'm suspicious of people liking Billie Eilish. From what I've seen of her... <laughs> was it from, like from, five, five minutes of Eddie Redmayne being iconic? Shit like that. Yeah, like shit like that, yeah. Such and such being iconic for um, five minutes. I, you know, I don't like Billie Eilish's music. I probably wouldn't like her. But I think she's... I think she's sincere. I think she is who she is. Okay. But I'm suspicious of her fans. Why? Or, or, the, or the bubble around her. Okay. Which I don't think you should be that reverent of someone who's 17. Ah, uh, but I don't know. That's not exclusive to, like, Billie Eilish. You have other people who have... No, but her in particular of late, of late. Yeah, her, she's just the latest, she's just the latest example. Don't, know? don't play a Billie Eilish song. <laughs> no, I will just point yeah. out, I no, do have... You genuinely can't play a Billie Eilish, will be like... <laughs> no, yeah, it, yeah. it was more I was pointing out that I have Billie Eilish right, on okay. my iTunes. Isn't that every song just like a, a vague beat going, <laughs> and they're going... I will, I will profess, I have the album and I like about two songs. Okay. But the point I was making was, I have, yeah. My, see, my main issue is, or see, bad guy is... Because you're a bad guy. That is, but that is, that is the song. No, that's way too melodic yeah. for her. Yeah, that's true. That, you know, that is the song that everyone now knows. Yeah. It's the the overplayed... The, the memed, the memed song. Yeah. And is now the memed song. Yes. I will say, even though I think she is being herself, she... She also does have that air that I hate about people, <laughs> which is like that she's above it all. Okay. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're yeah. all they're all like that when they're seventeen, though, aren't they? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But they do, they do seem to be getting worse. 
<laughs> as time goes are on. Are they, or are we just getting older? Is that what it is? Well, I, I think we were bad, but I think they're worse. And I guess every generation thinks that, but maybe it does just get worse. Mm. You know? I don't know, but... Do you know what I mean that, like, uh, I just kind of... Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh. <laughs> and that is Sam's take on music. <laughs> no, so, no, not music. <laughs> so we've got... Just music. Just for Lord of the Rings. Just music anyone listening likes. Yeah. I mean, you, me and you differ very much on, I think, on music. Yeah, we do. Very much. Greatly. Yeah. Yes. We are, this will be cut down, I imagine, in post, but I think we're like nearly two hours into the podcast. We, we are We are an hour and 50. Are we yeah. really going to start a discussion about music now? <laughs> Am I, we, we haven't even finished the film. <laughs> we haven't even finished what we had. <laughs> so we we, really we feel... actually wrote down like five little bullet points. All right, let's table the music discussion. Yeah, I think music could be its own podcast. Yeah, that okay. really is just a black hole. Okay, okay. I'll make a note. Okay. Okay. Music for um, next. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's talk about pedophiles then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't talked about Star Wars. Right. Okay. Yeah, we oh, go from Star Wars to pedophiles. No, we'll, we'll we'll find no from, we go from Star Wars to Between Two Ferns to pedophiles. Right, okay. okay. Make so. your own connections. No, so yeah, my, my issue... You talk about how much we hate Star Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because it, it's not that I hate Star Wars. Yes. I like Star Wars. Okay. I don't particularly like The Last Jedi. No, I think a few do. Um, no, I think... I, my impression was generally people do. Do they? Well, no. It's divisive. Like, I think it's one of those like 50-50 things. Right. But I think publicly, okay. the idea is that people like it. Is it? Yeah, I thought the... Um, the Last Jedi is a terrible film crowd were like the... The, 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 the internet no the internet minority oh I don't think so okay I, I, mean, it, I could be completely it misreading does that. have a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah but they all do when they first no come the out. critics score is quite high the audience one isn't though is it it's like 50 something. yeah but that's the shit munchers who cares about the audience score the critics score is what matters uh, but those films always deplete yeah I don't know I mean in okay that, yeah the audience score is 44% yeah okay I would say in that case in the case of that film at least I'd say the audience score is Fairly accurate. Yeah, I would agree that. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't particularly like that. I'm interested by what the next one holds. The rise of Skywalker. Mm. <laughs> I, I, just, um, just bored of Disney. I was going to say, I showed Everything's you... Everything's Disney now, Sam. Because yeah. typically, if a film trailer comes out or film, new, film news happens, you're pretty much on the ball with that sort of yeah. thing, aren't you? Whereas I had to show you the Star Wars trailer because yeah. you just didn't want to watch it <laughs> and you watch watched it. it and I think your immediate reaction was just I'm so bored of Star Wars <laughs> yeah said with such like despair and despondency just that it's just, who, who cares now you know what I mean many I just, people care okay that's right, the problem okay. <laughs> yeah fair enough but I don't know like I was a fan-ish growing up I even liked the prequels because it was before I cultivated a taste yeah. if you know what I mean mm. um, and then I liked The Force Awakens when it came out. Mm -hmm. And by now, I'm sort of done with it. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too much of everything. Everything is too much, full stop. There's just too much stuff now. Yeah. And I yes. do think, as we discussed earlier, that in 10 years' time, independent cinema will have basically died. So everything that is operating around that budget will be on Netflix. And everything else will be in a Disney Plex. I don't think cinemas will exist 
as they are in 10 years' time. So is this the right time to uh, throw our names into the hat for a Disney sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'd rather never make it. I don't want to be on a Disney tit. Fuck you. <laughs> that oh, one's yeah. going to come back to bite me. Isn't oh, it? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was putting the suggestion out there just to put it out there. But yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, looks like we're never getting a deal with Disney anytime soon. Well, I, uh, my opinion does not necessarily reflect the opinions of everybody else on the podcast, but it, but it, it does. It, <laughs> I mean, I was just about to slack off the fact that you've got two more Star Wars trilogies coming out. So yeah, two more trilogies. You've got trilogies. Two, two more trilogies. Again, one which is by Ryan Johnson in is a that, film that didn't okay uh, did the last eight which didn't go down. Is well. that Ryan with my yes pretentious. Yeah, is that still happening? I thought that had been canned. No, because they did they canned a couple of projects after Solo, didn't they? I think I could be that right. the two trilogies are like the thing two things still happening. Oh okay. So you've got that, and then you've got the trilogy. Which is Benioff and White, which is the creators of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about that, didn't you? And I do, because <laughs> just because the, I feel like they got the gig just because they did Game of Thrones. And let's be real. To be fair, that's like a big just. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We they, only wrote <laughs> the biggest TV show in the world. And yeah. then ended it shyly. Yeah, um, that's fair enough. Still, though. That's fair enough. And but what do you have no, to no, do, Eddie? No, okay. but the fact that's of the matter is. is it, it, no, it's the issue of they were given a trilogy. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. You know, okay, Ryan Johnson at least got a film before he got a trilogy. Right. Yeah. Whether it was good or not is a different matter. He got a yeah, film before he got a enough. trilogy. Mm. Yeah. They haven't even done that. And the fact of the matter is their involvement seems to have changed since they first came on board. Right. So when they first came on board, it was an outline for all three films and a writing all fi- three films. Now it is an outline for all three films and writing at least one. Right. Okay. So how involved they actually are is up for debate. The thing is, yeah, I sort of take your point, like, you know, obviously being the people behind Game of Thrones is a good on your CV, you know, and it Mm. should get you jobs. The problem is they're being brought in because, like, bro, Star Wars is fantastical. It has loads of different characters. You could do loads of different planets and stories and stuff like that. It could go on forever. So we'll bring them in because they're really good at mapping out those kind of stories. But they didn't. I was a, That was exactly yeah. what yeah. I was going to bring up. They didn't. A, lot when it was, a lot of the quality of Game of Thrones was what they took from yeah. George R. Because when yeah. it was on them, that's yeah. when it started to go sour. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of... It, yeah, if they, if they had to adapt Star Wars books, yeah, they, they're your blokes. Bring them in. Yeah. But I don't know original like original material. I they've yet to prove themselves. Have there. they done any original material? I th- I'm not sure they did before Game of Thrones. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I can look it up. Yeah, yeah. Because maybe that's maybe that's what they are. Maybe they're um, good for adaptations. Adaptations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really annoying. Sorry, they've got separate Wikipedia pages, and they kind of assumed they'd have <laughs> oh, one together. Yeah. So Weiss, yeah, ha- um, wrote an episode. For uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. And a and had a cameo role in in the show as board lifeguard number two. <laughs> uh, and in twenty fourteen, um, was an executive producer on the specials. That's it. Before Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, well, in two thousand three, he uh, wrote a book called Lucky Wonder Boy. 
All right. And what are Benny off to? I think he's had a much, he's a bigger career in TV. Let's have a look. Um, yeah. So he's had a bit of a longer career. Yeah. In terms of film, mm-hmm. um, he did co-write with Skip Woods' X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's right. Oh, okay. Um, he has co-written Gemini Man. Which we'll see. Remains to be seen. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Do we have good I, impressions Here's the thing. I've seen the trailer. That's a con. It's Ang Lee. That's a pro. Okay. I. That's it. Yeah. That's all I have going on. Um, Will Smith, though. Yeah. I know. He can be good. Yeah, but nowadays... Is, is that a... He, uh, he, oh, sorry. Just going... Uh, Benioff was the writer of The Kite Runner. Or one of the writers of The Kite Runner. Okay. Sorry. That's, I'm going to say this. Because Gemini Man... Mm-hmm. It's about, it's an older version of him, right? Is it? Yeah. I think so. Or a younger version of him, sorry. He has to go up against a young version of him. Oh, right, okay. Um, so it's a de-aged Will Smith. Yes. The de-aged Will Smith who basically looks the same as he did when he was 25. Yeah. Well, no, because I thought, because I've seen a bit of the trailer. Um, I could be wrong, but I thought... Jaden Smith was playing the other one, and they were CGing Will Smith's no. face. Oh, it. right, no. No, it's all... It's all... Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, I completely um, misunderstood it, it, Yeah, it's on. Will Smith, um, and then Will Smith. Okay. Um, oh, it's like that. Uh, there's the Paul Rudd one. What's that called? That's coming out on Netflix. Replaced. Oh, um, Living With Yourself. Living With Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the trailer for that, and they, they awesome. do the thing with... That is also going to be shit. Okay. Well, they did the thing with, like, they were showing the trailer and then it had Paul Rudd, like, his name came up. And immediately I was like, they're going to say, and Paul yeah. Rudd. And they did. They did. And it, Paul yeah. Rudd what's, and Paul Rudd. Eddie it? Murphy. And Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. What was that? What and was it Eddie for? Murphy. And Eddie... Sorry, what? What film was that for with Eddie Murphy? Uh, there's been a few. Uh, the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Norbit. Oh, Norbit's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Is it those three? Nutty Professor, Nutty Professor 2 and Norbit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a yeah. terrible film. It is. He plays a white character in the Nutty Professor. But that's okay. <laughs> well, Donald Glover plays a white character in that's Atlanta, true. doesn't he? he does. Well, I mean, there, there's the film White Chicks. Where oh, there's also uh, that. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ah, I forgive White Chicks, though, because it's, it's just terrible all around. So it's, you know... Best in the ambiance. Yeah. Also, Terry Crews is in it. Anything yeah. that has Terry uh, Crews in it goes up <laughs> a couple of rungs. Yes, yeah. and it does have Terry Crews in the car to the song... And I don't think anyone's going to argue that that is a bad scene because it makes most people laugh. Yeah, no, it makes me laugh. But yeah. so does a fart, you know. So, <laughs> so people falling over make me laugh. That doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> True. But it is. Okay. Were we done with Star Wars? Were we do, yeah, were we done with Star Wars? My, my, as I say, my main issue is just the fact that they've greenlit... A, I think a lot of people... I don't, it's, it's weird with Marvel I don't think people were necessarily burnt out mm. but certainly with the when they tried so when like Solo came out and mm. it did badly it felt like they had pushed too much Star Wars yeah in, you your, in, in, your, in your face at like, one time like 10 years ago no no when was it like it wasn't 10 years ago but there was like an announcement before Disney bought Star Wars where there was like on the Twitter account or something, they were like, oh, we've got an announcement. And everybody was like, oh my God, it's going to be episode seven. Mm, and yeah. they announced like a Blu-ray of all the Star Wars. Yeah. And people got it. I remember that. They're yeah. like, we wanted yeah. more Star Wars. And now we live in an age where nobody gives a damn. 
Or at least mm. a lot of people are like sick of Star but, Wars. Yeah. yeah, but it and I and I think it's because we they've done too much Star Wars too quick. Yeah, yeah. And I think a film a Star Wars film every year since Force Awakens. Um. Well, well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It has been. Um. Force Awakens, Rogue, Rogue One, Rogue One, Last Jedi, and Solo. Solo. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is, I think by the time Solo came out, they were like, Yeah, I think Solo was the breaking point for a few okay. people. You know, every every couple of years, fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot of Disney. You know, Disney shoving a lot of projects our way, and I think that is part of it as well. Plus, Alden Ehrenreich, who played Han yeah, Solo. Yes, young yeah. Solo. How many years is it supposed to be between Solo and New Hope? Yeah, that is. Well. You know what I mean? Not, not too many years, I don't think. Like ten at most, right? At yeah. very most. Not enough him to look the as yeah. he does. Yeah. Um, that was going to be a trilogy, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it is anymore. Just a solo trilogy. A solo yes. trilogy. Yeah. A solo trilogy. Yes. Yeah. 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 If it was just for that gag, then maybe I can forgive it. Yeah. But, you know. And yet, there'll be one Kenobi film. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Go on. Uh. The thing is, I was just saying, he is coming back in some regard, and I don't know how it... Yeah, is it a TV series? It's It's now a TV series. Yeah. Yeah. And The Mandalorian. Yes. Which is soon. Very very soon. Disney Plus. But again, it's... All the Disney. It's like that that, um, uh, David Mitchell sketch. The football sketch. Yeah, constantly happening, Disney. (laughs) Look, it's over there. Mattering to someone somewhere, presumably. (laughs) But the, yeah, okay. So the, the, then the question I have for the both of you is: Do you think that Disney Plus will overtake Netflix at all? No, okay. I, I don't. It, it will not overtake Netflix. Um, the question is whether it's a success. It will be a success. Oh yeah. But how much of a success will it be? Um, I no, I don't think it will overtake I can, Netflix. The comparison that. Um, the only one I can really think of at the moment is sort of like Nintendo. Like if you go into the gaming field, you've got mm. the big three at the moment, I think, are Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. You've got Microsoft and Sony, which are like, they just provide the hardware and they have all, they host all of these games. They have some exclusives, they have some multi-console games, but, you know, mm. all of like the big titles and everything are on um, those two systems. And then you have Nintendo, which are doing completely their own thing. Yeah. They have third-party stuff as well, but, like, if you want, like, your Mario or your Link, your Zelda, sorry, or mm. your Metroid or whatever, your Pokemon, you can only go on to Nintendo. Mm. I think it might be that a case of that, where it's like, you know, Disney have a lot of stuff that people want to see, mm. so it'll be successful in that regard, but they probably won't have good third-party support. No, it won't have the ubiquity of Netflix, because no. am I right? I think Netflix, it just comes on TVs. No. I think so uh, TV, you buy them, just uh, press a button and it's Netflix. I mean, you technically you still have to have a Netflix account. You have to have, yeah, but it's there. But yeah, I've got I've got a smart TV yeah. so I can have Netflix and Prime on my TV yeah, as long yeah. as I've got Wi-Fi. And the touch, for, uh, the touch uh, button. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's on like the Xbox. Disney Plus might get on some of those things, but I doubt it. That's the thing with Netflix. Everyone has Netflix because it's there. Yeah. You know, and it just it, you get home, it's there, and it just tells you what to watch. And people watch, frankly, yeah. and also and people watch it. Also, there's a range of stuff on Netflix as well, which yeah. sort of helps. And yeah, you'll have, you have to seek Disney out. Yeah, because uh, this is the one thing in a time in which people have necessarily complained about how much Disney is coming and how much how much Disney's what coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm trying to say. You're going to have to grab a tissue. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. We've been recording for so long, I don't know if our comedy's getting better or worse. That's the problem. I have no idea if this is like better or worse than when we started. Um, I feel like I'm getting drunker. As we're a little on. bit, yeah. The fact that you're only drinking Coca-Cola is... I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I came on my chest! <laughs> <laughs> Pluto, lick it off! Oh. <laughs> uh. Sorry, go on. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, well, I think no, we're you're being... making very serious points. We're hyperactive now, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. Go on. No, but okay. So the point I was trying to make was that at the point in which you know people are maybe kind of done with Marvel and Disney and all of that. Yeah. One th- main thing I that I sort of noticed was people and how much they disliked the Marvel shows being cancelled off of Netflix. Right, okay. Like Daredevil and all that. You know, because obviously Daredevil, Jessica Jones and all that, all... Oh, yeah, are they... all gone. And from what I can see, they're not going on Disney Plus. Oh, they're not going on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're done. So they're just... We're just not going to be able to watch them anymore. Well, no, no. So you can still still watch them on Netflix, certainly for the time being, anyway. But there uh, will come a point in the not too distant future where that content is just gone. I, I guess so. I mean, Jessica Jones is available, I think, on DVD. I think Daredevil is a bit as well. The first season. The first at season. least. I don't yeah. know about that. But yeah, no. They'll probably stay on Netflix. Okay. But they won't They won't be making more of it. No. They cancelled no. all those shows and that's that. Yeah. Which is all the special... Well, I don't know about... Ja- I saw a bit of Jessica Jones. But Daredevil... Obviously, loads of people must have been watching it. Mm-hmm. But it, all, it was also getting critical love. Yeah. Mm. So it's really odd that they just cancelled that. Punisher as well. Was Punisher doing well critically? No. Oh, it wasn't? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. It was doing... Well, I mean, a- anything was doing better than Iron Fist. Yes. yes. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage did quite well critically. Like, really quite well. Yes. And I think Jessica Jones ended, right? Uh, well, I, I, it depends whether season three is out or not. I don't know. I think they've all ended, but I feel like Jessica Jones ended. As, As in had, a, had, had an ending, yeah. I think. It was, a, it was certainly the last... It was going to be... I don't know. Yeah. Because I was about to look up um, Friends. What? Um, it, just because we're talking about Netflix. Yeah. Because I can't remember which streaming service it's going to. But Friends is leaving Netflix. Oh, like NBC... It's, um, yeah, it's something like that. So, oh, yeah, yeah NBC. Yeah. That's office, another, another one launching. The Office is gone as well, isn't it? Yes. It's going to NBC. Yeah, no, there's, there's been much conversation about that recently, about yeah. er, every, every company is now just starting its own yeah. streaming service. And people who are into television will be forced to pirate it. Yes. Frankly. Well, this, this is the thing, because... Uh, season three came out in the summer, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got... Because I think it seems to me the way things are going are like at the moment the system is you have a television mm. and it has channels and you can watch those channels and yeah. you pay for like Sky or some sort of like provider and they give you the channels. What's happening now is each company is starting their own streaming service that you have to pay for individually. Yeah. And that's the thing that everybody's favoring. They're going over to streaming. So few people sit down and watch TV nowadays, mm-hmm. especially people who watch a lot of content. Yeah. It's in like five to ten years. I could just see like streaming services replacing TV channels. You'll oh, like, they will. You'll buy a TV yeah. instead of like BBC One, Sky One. It'll be Netflix, Amazon. But the problem is yeah. you're paying for them all individually. That's so the it's the same system we have now, but you're just pouring money yeah. into it. Yeah, there's no consolidation. No. That's the problem. Yeah, but that that is what it will be. Like yeah. 
Yeah, I, we don't have TV here. We have ITV Hub, um, iPlayer. Yeah. I yeah. That's Which what are talking of uniting together to get oh, a streaming service. Right. Fucking hell. Jesus. But they're doing it to compete because they yeah. don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it is too much, isn't it? Yeah. If it, it's, it's, you know, it's a nice problem to have, I suppose. But there's too much content. Yeah, there is. Uh, FX, the American company, the guy who runs that, John Landgraf, we, yeah. we've seen this thing. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who runs, you know, a television. He's the head, the head creative of this television uh, network. And he has said there's too much television. Yeah. He said in, in the space of a few years, we went from 200 scripted programs to 400. Something like that, yeah. I reckon in two more years, you're going to be talking six, 700 yeah. with mm-hmm. all these different things. And that is too much. Which, I mean, we're complaining about this. All of us are trying to get into that field. Yeah, so yeah. So there's a slight... Yeah, but I, with, with fewer people in it, preferably. Yes. You know? No. Oh, no, but I'm just saying, like, this is... You it, know, it, it will we're willing to acknowledge to maybe, get into this field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm willing to acknowledge that maybe there might be a little bit of hypocrisy, just complaining, like, oh, there's too much television, and yet we're all aiming to create television. I don't think it's hypocrisy if, you know, if we're saying that we want to create television kind of carte blanche. I want to have. I want to have to earn to be one of the few good shows on television. Oh yeah, I yeah. I know what you're saying. That is my yeah. main concern with the way things go, though, is that I see more and more bad television. Absolutely. Being made. Yeah. And Netflix just pour money into everything. Yes. I mean, they are, the deal they gave Adam Sandler. <laughs> given <laughs> how bad, generally speaking, most of what he's put on there has been received. Yeah, but. I think I would say murder mystery may be aside because that seems to have gone down quite well. But people watch Adam Sandler, and on Netflix, the amount of people who watch is what matters, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it viewing. It's not money made. It's viewing figures because that trans. I think that translates to accounts, which is the thing yeah. that makes the money. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, like, but so does Friends. Would they not mm. have done better in trying to secure Friends because Friends is currently the most streamed show yes. like, on digital media but then again friends is one of the most syndicated shows out there i mean mm. comedy central is it yes yeah. like on it, repeat just constantly yeah constantly yeah. it's like friends scrubs and the big bang theory those are like uh, shows that are just oh, yeah. constantly on it's funny when you see like comedy central trying to justify the endless uh syndication <laughs> by giving them themes yes so yeah. they're oh this is the infidelity month <laughs> so we'll have a few episodes of vaguely featuring Fidelity yeah. but I, what I do like about Comedy Central now is that what is on Comedy Central now so like I'm sure I've seen it's not just Friends on there I'm sure like Big Bang and that have been. Big Bang's on E4 I think it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I'm sure like Scrubs and that has been around on there how long before Big Bang was then on Comedy Central yeah. and Comedy Central is what E4 was 10 years ago yeah. yeah, I will say though, actually, I mentioned Scrubs. That was the case for a while, but I haven't seen Scrubs syndicated for a little while. I haven't seen television for a very long time. No, I see. No. I see yeah. television occasionally because um, uh, I see yeah. Netflix or Prime. Yeah, on, yeah, you know. But I mean, I, like, yeah, my my. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have I was, other outlets. All oh, right, um, Sam knows a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. No, my parents um, are one of those those few people who just watch television sincerely yeah. now. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll put the television on, we'll watch what's there. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, my, my, fa- my father will watch legitimate TV. Yeah. I just think choice is nice. It's nice to not have to watch either ITV, Channel 4 or BBC. But... Um, but there's never anything on anyway. 
to quote Einstein, okay, <laughs> we we are experiencing option paralysis. There we go. Okay. Which is there's so much choice you don't know what to buy anymore. Yeah, it's like when you go to a supermarket and there's twenty different types of you know dog fish dog food or whatever or cat <laughs> you know fish food for cats or whatever it is. Mm. How am I supposed to pick one? Yeah, it's it has to be arbitrary at some point. Yeah. And it's the same with television. Like someone like me who tries to watch every good show. Yeah. Good, you know, in inverted commas. Um, it's a job. It feels like a full-time job, mm. you know. Because, um, yeah, there is a lot of good stuff out there. No, I, was, I, I could compare that to me at work trying to recommend a gin to someone. Most gins are vaguely the same. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Bitterness and you shove it with a tonic. Yeah. Is that just because you're an uncult- uncultured swine, though? <laughs> no, because I quite like gin. Okay. And I have ones that I prefer. Mm. Okay, maybe I'm a, you know, I couldn't tell you exactly why I prefer them. Yeah. You know, but you, if you honestly wanted me to go, well, I mean, this has got this botanical and that botanical. Mm. Well, yeah, sure it does, but... One means that one gets a fucking piece of lime in it and one gets a cucumber. At the end of the day, I'm mm. probably still going to recommend you Gordon's over Hendrix because it's cheaper. <laughs> it's also... <laughs> sponsorship there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just like a sincere advert then. Uh, <laughs> I would always recommend Gordon's. Cheaper, but better taste. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on what you're into as well. Like when it comes to beers and stuff. I'll usually, if I go to like a beer, you know, mm. place. A beer. <laughs> what, what are they called now? I don't know. A beer, a brewery, you know, yeah. those. Oh, when you go to a pub. So, so yeah, you know, <laughs> those, those like hipster or we brew, you know, that sort of shit. Um, like, oh, what's, I say, oh, I'll have a beer. What yeah. kind of beer do you want? I don't even know how to answer the question. Yeah. So I, I'll just say your cheapest. I don't know. Yeah. You know I mean, as, as opposed to when it comes to films, so I'll say, oh, what film would you recommend? And it's that Scott Pilgrim mode of, that's kind of a big question. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because there was... If someone asked for a recommendation at work, there's no way in hell I would recommend the cheapest beer. Right, which is? Bud Light. Oh, yeah. Famously terrible. It, <laughs> <laughs> just because it's the weakest alcohol. Yeah. And pr- probably one of the shifter tasting. Right. Although Carlsberg is not that much better, in our pub certainly, it's 20 pence extra. Yeah. I think I would pay the 20 pence. Uh, could you do the thing on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not quite. All right. What were you going for? Well, when, when we actually get there, I'll bring it up, because we will no doubt get there. Uh, the, I was bitching about the length of Lord of the Rings, and we would have exceeded the length of it. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but we're not there yet. No. We're about three hours out yet. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um... I can't remember where I was at. Uh, the beer. <laughs> well, you started off uh, using that as an analogy because uh, for Sam and television. Yeah. So are you saying that, uh, oh, like any television will do, or most television will do? I can't, no, I, 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 that I, was about there being too much choice, I think. Was oh, okay. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, yeah. The point being that that's the, the choice. Yeah, so with gin, yeah. there is the choice when a lot of it is the same shit. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I see. I see what you were doing. Can we try and right. remember everything we've talked about? No. 
because right. I need to know what we haven't wrapped up. Okay. Okay. We definitely wrapped up Breaking Bad. Yeah, we yeah. definitely wrapped up Breaking Bad. That didn't feel too bad now, the 40 minutes we talked about Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> at this um, if Star Wars isn't wrapped up, I don't really have anything more to add on it. No, but here's I the, don't either. Here's the thing. Marvel and Star Wars are big topics. You can find things to talk about for both of those, For I feel like... Forever. Forever, yeah. basically. Yeah. I mean, we could... If we wanted to, we could like talk about you know the controversy or whatnot surrounding the Last Jedi or like you know the the the, the sequel trilogies it stands. Do we want to? Not really. No. 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 Um, How we li- we link in the next conversation starter? I don't know. <clears throat> what is the next one going to be? Be- between but two. Between ferns? two. I think we get. I think you get between two ferns before you get to pedophiles. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Uh, do you guys see between the between two ferns film? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Funny enough, I speaking of no, Netflix, right. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Breaking Bad, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Netflix, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. I've only seen the trailers for it, but it already drives me insane. Why is that? It's just not the kind of show I ever expected. I, I think given what it was, yeah, it's not something I ever expect to get made into a film. Is that the point? Probably. Yeah. yeah. But why the fuck did it need a film? That's the thing. Isn't yeah, it? that's like, oh, they made that a film. Huh, how bizarre, how bizarre a world yeah. we live in. But, but, now you is, have, but now you have to go watch the film. It's yeah. not just, you know, it's not just like... Oh, well, I oh, mean, they, it, they, it doesn't take a lot. It's on Netflix. It's not even getting... No, no, but release. like the, the no. joke is, oh, there's a Between Two Ferns movie. Oh, how, how, how yeah. strange. But there's a Between Two Ferns movie. Yes. Now, you know? Yeah. Ha, funny joke. Yeah. But now there's two hours of... Is yeah. it any good, though? No. Not really. It has some amusing moments, you know, but... Because um, The thing with the... Sorry, original show. Uh, the show. Yeah. Is that it's short. It's silly. It's anarchic, you know, it's it's just meant to be surreal kind of humour, you know? Yeah. Okay, because this, this was a, a show that he did, which once had Barack Obama on it. Yeah. Which was moderately all right. Yeah, but I'll tell you one of the problems, though, with, you know, it's, it's American surreal, so it's never going to be mm. good surreal. But, <laughs> you know, Eric Andre is good, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's no Chris Morris, right? No. But, um... Yeah, the problem with a show like that, even getting Obama on it, it, it lends it a legitimacy because the, the, the US presence is not just going to show up on any show. It's going to be, you know, vetted and like, oh, this is suitable. This is suitably, in, this is enough anarchy yeah. for you to like look cool and for young people, mm. but it's not going to like disrupt your career or anything. Yeah. Anyway, the Between Two Ferns film. <laughs> um, yeah, because then you have to try and impose structure on that anarchy. Mm. And there's a, a scene that we talked about in the film where broadly the plot is he has to travel across America with his crew interviewing celebrities so he can get his own show, um, his own late night show. And there's a, his crew generally dislike him. And there's a scene where it's kind of towards the end of the second act and they're all starting to become, you know, yeah. buddies. And there's a moment where they're in a bar and... Uh, they, they they kind of profess that they're warming to him and a song comes on and they all dance to it and it's a very sentimental moment where the audience kind of go oh I'm, I'm glad that they start to like each other and I was waiting for the joke to undercut that because it's between two ferns yes like oh well, it was, but it wasn't it, they played it as just a sincere okay mm. moment of like oh they're coming together I'm like 
what this isn't what is this this is any other film yeah I didn't know yeah. sentimentality had its place in between two films it's a bit like um, that reminds me of like my big problem with the Deadpool films exactly yeah the yeah. whole point of Deadpool is he's like he's anarchic and yeah. he breaks the fourth wall and he's just like he does whatever he wants and you know mm-hmm. and yet those Deadpool films they don't like they are just kind of normal superhero films but he'll occasionally go he'll occasionally go oh, I'm breaking the fourth wall now yeah, yeah. fair enough fair yeah. enough you know because there's um, I don't oh, mind God, the, we, I don't we, mind the first one I, I'm not massively on the second I mean I, I, I sense diversion coming on do we want to do that about Deadpool yeah briefly I don't mind yeah okay. I haven't got much to say about it Okay. No, no, it's just because my... I, I never read the comics. My first exposure to Deadpool was the... I'm going to go get some junk for a tweet. Okay. <laughs> my first exposure to Deadpool was the 2013 game. Yeah. Um, in which I think, from from the character description, I think it's a very good representation of Deadpool. Mm. One of the first things you can do in the game is Deadpool can have... Deadpool has a phone conversation with his own voice actor about how he wants his voice actor to, to play him. Yeah. Um, there's also a moment where you can go to like the toilet and you can just sit on the toilet and obviously they have like a um, a black bar will appear in front of Deadpool on the toilet he will then take that black bar and like extend it to like a comical length right it's like oh no this is actually how much you need to obscure right you know. I see that feels like what Deadpool should be doing not like have a sincere action scene and then go I'm breaking the fourth wall inside the fourth wall yeah yeah Fourth you know? wall break inside a fourth yeah, wall Yeah, I think that's genuinely the biggest fourth wall break in both films. It's just when he says, oh, it's like 16 walls. I think that's the most quote-unquote thing that happens. Quite possibly, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, and I don't like, you know, films, yeah, I see it would be difficult to do a film that doesn't have, like, a story or a yeah. thematic arc or whatever. But, you know, it's Deadpool, be creative. Yeah. Don't yeah, just have, I'm gonna say you can with Deadpool. You can literally get away with. You can do anything. You almost want. anything. Yeah, yeah it, it deserves a Spider Verse treatment, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Or like make it instead of just like oh, Deadpool wants these, you know, become a father figure to this other mutant. Do like go, just go mad with it. Just like oh, the point of the film is he has to find the character arc. I know it's it, you know you need someone to make that work. Mm. Not anyone could do like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that story well or in a way that where it's not completely up itself that's the problem as well yeah get get the jump street boys on it yeah get yeah. lord miller yeah but you know that's yeah that's my problem with deadpool and it seems to be a similar problem you have with between two ferns yeah it, yeah it's um you know it, i got to say <laughs> Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. If you're going to sell yourselves as anarchic and irreverent, America, be those things. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with America. Don't I mean, when that much money shy. is going into something as well. Yeah. You know. Um, but it, again, it's yeah, it's not anarchic. It's not truly fourth wall breaking, dimension shattering stuff. It's yeah. it's Ryan Reynolds being sarcastic. Yeah. To doing his Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah. It's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds in a Ryan Reynolds movie. You, yeah. You were talking about people who wind you up earlier. Yes. Them, them Tom Hollands and all that. Yes. He winds me up a little bit, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. That's, For that reason. Well, he just, yeah, he's, he just doesn't Glimp. shut up. He, does he? Yeah. No, that too. Yeah. It's the same with Pikachu. Oh, I'm fine like, to talk. Sorry? Oh, no, I'm fine to talk. Yeah. But no, he played like Pikachu the exact same way he plays Deadpool. Yeah. It even sounds the same. It is Ryan Reynolds, isn't it? It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. 
and he just keeps going. It's again, it's that American sense of humor. It's like, oh, if we he's just Canadian, keep... weirdly enough. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But he's adopted, he seems to have adopted that American sensibility of, oh, we'll just keep talking and funny things will he, happen. Yes. He's also been afforded this weird thing of, because of Deadpool, he can now get away with near enough anything. Yeah, but he's yeah. definitely one of those top 10 times Ryan Reynolds was the best person alive. Yeah. You know? And he has his moments. I don't find him completely unfunny. No. It, it's all, It's not my type of humour. No. Really. But that's the thing, like... Thinking back to like the first Deadpool, all of the things that that film does to be funny, there's like one moment that I remember genuinely laughing at, and it's the um, you both seen it, right? Yeah. You know the sequence where he's met his uh, girlfriend, and they have that sequence of them having sex together on like yeah uh, specific holidays throughout the year. It's like Christmas, yeah, yeah. National Women's Day. Yeah. The one where it cuts to them just like sitting opposite each other reading books, and he just looks up and goes, "Happy Lent." <laughs> That, yeah, that's, that's a true. funny joke. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's a funny joke and it says something about the characters. Yes. It's like it's, they've reached the point in their relationship where they've decided to give up sex for Lent. Because that's how, yeah. Yeah, and for Lent you give up something you love, so they've mm-hmm. given up sex with each other. Yes. It's a nice comedic beat and it says something about the characters. Yes. And that's the only time that's I think the, I laughed. No, I genuinely can't remember anything about um, Deadpool other than... TJ Miller saying like, oh, oh, you look like a whatever. I, I can't even remember what, what the line is. You look like, like an asshole threw up on another You look asshole. like an asshole threw That humour where you know they said just do 20 different things. Yeah. He, he did this. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you can, okay. you can like, the, look the, I think the two It's the Will Ferrell school of comedy, isn't it? Which yeah. is, oh, I'll speak until tridents happen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's I okay mean, to write comedy. Yes. See, I would say, see, I... Enjoyed it more than you did the first one. That's the thing. But, but they're, they're okay. They're okay superhero films, saying, but it, they shouldn't be superhero it has, films. It does you know? have the moment Straight where he has um, the tiny hand. Oh yeah, which is probably grossly inappropriate, but that that scene did make me laugh. And then they do it again in the second one, but it's his legs this time. Can't remember it. Oh yeah, it's tiny legs. He, 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 so in the first, the first one, he cuts off his own hand right to escape to, to, to yeah to escape colossus right uh which does leave colossus with the middle finger like that right. yeah um but then obviously the hand regrows and he's got a tiny hand and he's touching his genesis which goes because he's with, right. living with the blind the blind lady and goes right. i bet it feels huge in this hand right and then he tells her to obviously leave and you know what he's about to do right which is genuinely speaking made me laugh but it is a bit yeah puerile yeah. But, as I say, I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Okay. But I haven't made it all the way through the second one. Okay. Um, of, uh, yeah, I don't really remember much. Like I said, I remember bits and pieces. But I remember them being okay. Like I said, they shouldn't just be sincere superhero films, but taken as, like, a sincere superhero superhero film that's being slightly irreverent, they're okay. Like, yeah. there's, there's the... I remember like the first action sequence on the highway where he's like count. It's the bullet countdown. Yeah, he's only got like a set amount of bullets. As an action scene, that's a pretty good action scene. Yeah, yes, yes. it's a good idea. For it's a, a good idea for an action yeah. scene. Yeah, it's got a solid premise. Yeah. it shows off the character's ability, and it's good as an action scene. Yeah, I tell but you what, not in you know Deadpool film shouldn't be. Yeah, I agree with you, but think about how difficult a challenge it really is because in a character that can do anything, mm. in terms of breaking the fourth wall. Can literally do anything. Yeah. 
how do you contain that at all then? No, it's like, yeah. if, if, the if there are no Did rules, they have to? This is wrong. You sort of, if you're going to do a film, you sort of have to impose something on it. Yeah, because it feels like they still went fairly by the book. They did, yeah. No, yeah, they, they still went way too vanilla for the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. But, yeah, how hard it would be to, like, really capture that utter anarchy. Oh, yeah. Well, if you know what I mean. But then again, I don't know. I was gonna, I was gonna try and think of an example, but I can't really off the top of my. As as like a, a in terms of like a big budget example, the Lego Movie maybe. That kind of feels like it's sort of being a little, you know. It's but it, ca- it can't do anything though. Is the thing. No. Yeah. You know, it's still stuck in its own universe. Yeah. Um, but I know it's, it's anarchic in yeah. It, yeah. It inverts what you'd expect. Mm. Um. But and it does kind Deadpool, of feel like slapdash and like, you know... Yeah. Oh, it sort of feels like anything could really happen, even though yes. it is following a very rigid yeah. structure. But when Deadpool could theoretically break through the cinema screen... Yeah. ...and come into the cinema, it's like, right, okay, how can we do anything if we can do everything then? Yes. Option paralysis. Yes. Mm. No, I take your point. Yes. And, and I I know that I'm sort of advocating for this. I know that if if that, that was brought to me... Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to make this Deadpool film, Deadpool film. Yeah. Um, we want it to be like fourth wall breaking and insane and anarchic and make it. Yeah. I It would take me a while. Yes. I probably wouldn't even do it well. Yeah. Um, I'd have to really think about it. But yeah, I if you're going to adapt a property like that, mm. then you should, you should try and embrace it more than they seem to have embraced it. I yeah, think. do it justice. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, the game is like an, I- that's an ideal starting point, you know. One of the first things he does is speak to his own voice actor. That should, yeah, that kind of stuff is what you need yeah. to be working with. Even if it doesn't inform the structure of the film, your momentary comedy beats yeah. should be yeah. that kind of thing, you know? No, I can agree with that. Yeah. I should, uh, then, then, yes, harking back to Between Two Thirds. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I said everything I had to say about it. Yeah? Yeah. Just from the trailer. Yeah. A, I, my opinion was, why is this a film? Mm. But B, I just didn't do do you think it was great as a trailer no no it's not it's not a great trailer you know uh, you know to to hop back to talking about el camino Mm -hmm. very well made trailer yeah yes gives gives away nothing but tone i genuinely can't you said that right you've said that on the podcast yeah yes okay i can't remember (laughs) yes that's been (laughs) we are nearly three hours in (laughs) in terms of recording i feel like i need a snort of cocaine or something (laughs) Um, so yeah, any anyone that's listening isn't going to hear a three hour long podcast. No, no. Um, but we are nearly three hour three hours in recording. If yeah. if only because over the course of the three hours there've been racial expletives uh, um, during moments of hysteria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, audio of us listening to um, animals being raped. <laughs> it wasn't just animals. That's saying it. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it wasn't just animals. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, uh, what's our last? <laughs> it does tie in terribly to the last point. Where it kind of ties in. I was trying to, f- to figure out a way in which we would segue this somehow through movies, mm-hmm. probably through Kevin Spacey. Oh, right. Okay. We or have- I could just announce it. Oh. Pedophiles. <laughs> Sorry, okay. pedophiles. Pedophiles. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, we've been recording for too long. 
Um, Just screaming pedophiles at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Sam here has a uh, a small list of things that we were going to discuss on the podcast. I don't think I was here for the penning of this list. No. Um, So yeah, where the hell did pedophiles come from? I don't know where they came from. (laughs) (coughs) Bless you. Something in their childhood, ironically. (laughs) But no, like all of these lists are all kind of like film related. They all make sense as like. Yeah, I'm going to grab a glass of water. Yeah, please do. Um, as a digression of topics. Yeah. This doesn't about pedophiles and he wants to be alone. Funny that. Oh, oh Eddie. You keep talking about Ian Watkins. <laughs> yeah, pedophiles feels like just something out of the blue compared to all the other topics. Yeah, no, we... When you departed for a couple of hours earlier to grab your laptop, mm. um, somehow, I, one way or another, Eddie and I started talking about um, Ian Watkins. Oh, was okay. the... Uh, frontman for Lost Prophets, which are a band from Pontypridd, where Jordan and I are from. Yes. Uh, that was, uh, God, there's there's a tonal inconsistency across this yeah. podcast. Um, that was convicted for the pretty much the worst crimes you can imagine. Yes. Um, do but, we do we go into specifics or do we just say to the listeners, look it up if you want to? Yeah, look. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's the worst thing. Yeah, it's the worst. Oh thing. yeah. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, you right there? Yeah. Yes, but this brought up the question of um, how much can you or should you uh, separate an art from art from the oh, artist? Oh, okay. Oh, I see the connection now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we'll stick with Ian Watkins briefly. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lost Prophets, they put out... What was um, at the height of their popularity, where did Lost Prophets kind of lie in the musical landscape? I mean, they were headlining... The Headline Download Festival. The Headline okay. Download. They were, bit, they were quite big in America. Okay. They recorded all their songs in Los Angeles. Yes. Um, had a number one album in the UK. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they were a big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um, they were big at the time at which rock was on the radio. Okay. Yeah, the early noughties. Right. So you're talking the times when MCR, Green Day, them, they all got on, like, Radio 1. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, 2000, and we watched the thing, and like, 2003, (coughs) rock outsold pop. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's when it out, yeah, rock outsold pop. (coughs) You want to take a minute, Eddie? (laughs) Um, (coughs) Been coughing all day, bless you. Yeah, you know, you got, like, you got Linkin Park, you got Green Day, you've got My Chemical Romance, um, Foo Fighters... Mm. Although, like the killers, like all that, yeah. you know, all that stuff came in the early nineties. So, um, yeah. So yeah, they were they were massive. Okay. Um, I was never a, a particular fan of theirs. I don't. Rem- I have no idea if I sort of knew of their music before the news came out. Oh right. Okay. Um, that's the thing. Is it Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja? Yeah. That's a song of theirs, isn't it? That's a song. I feel like I I knew. For a yeah, while. that's kind of like um, uh, smells like Teen Spirit. It's just one of those songs you know of. Yeah, it's yeah. just in the air. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of in the air. Um, but yeah, they them as musicians and their musical musicography discography discography yeah. discography in general. Yeah, I don't feel like I really knew it before. I knew it. I I'm, I can't say that I'm fully like acquainted with them that well. I don't think I can name you any albums. No. I know the singles. You know. Um, yeah, I knew a few songs before all this. Because I used to watch Scuzz and Kerrang yes. after school all the time, and they yes. think it's an 09. Me, the channel Scuzz. <laughs> I know, yeah. 
That's that's gone though, isn't it? Or Kerrang's one of them's gone. Uh, I think they may both be gone. Yeah, probably. Um, but I think it was at oh nine. I'd come home from school and every single day they'd be playing "Where We Belong," which is the yeah. Lost Prophet song. Um, and rooftops as well. Standing Wait, on the yeah, rooftops. Yeah, which is the big yeah, song. The big song. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they were big. But anyway, that got us on to talking about, like I said, how if you can separate. Uh, the product from its producer. Uh, I what would you say? B- broadly speaking, I imagine it would be dependent on the case. Yes, that feels like a uh, a cop out answer almost because it feels like it's taking a middle ground a little bit. Yeah, but I think it genuinely is. Like you, there are certain people where you will naturally sort of make exceptions, and I think that's okay. I think so too. I mean, look, I you know I do not take a middle ground on this. I'm quite yeah. unapologetically. I think you can separate them. Yeah. I really, in any, and we are talking in this case about the worst offender. Well, this is the thing. How many people are in Lost Profits? Or were in Lost six? Profits? Uh, was, yeah, it would have been about the six. Yeah. yeah. And it's tainted by one man's crime. Yeah. Um, he's the front man. You know, he's the, that's, that's he is the front man. man. It's not like, oh, it's just the basis yes. or something, <laughs> you know. I, was, I looked up what is sort of became of Lost Profits, which is the band No Devotion today. Yes. And they have in the last sort of year been working on their second album as right. a new group okay because it was essentially all of them and a different frontman okay from the sounds of it they've lost two of them by the time they've got to this next album yeah so they probably lost profits on there but anyway <laughs> um uh. <laughs> you're a cunt <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but it is. It's in my God, opinion. We're a conversation about Ian Watkins. You call me a cunt. Have some perspective. <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> oh, I've got present time. It's fine. <laughs> no, but it, no, but it is. I think it is subjective. Is what I sort of said to you. Yeah. Because for me, as someone who was quite a fan of Lost Profits, mm. I find it quite difficult to listen to stuff. And I don't even particularly know what it is, mm. but I don't really listen to it. Whether it's just because I was quite in that sort of world, I would have probably had every B-side single, whatever, Yeah, you know, I've seen them live several times, all that kind of stuff. Then there's Kevin Spacey. Mm. Yes. Which we, we will acknowledge on the spectrum of horror is not as bad as Watkins. No, it's but not. But it's few, still... Few things are, I think. Y- yes, but you know, I, yeah. I just want to make it clear that we're, we're not amongst those who say that it's all one thing. You know? What oh I mean? right, yeah, yeah. Oh no, there is definitely there are yeah, gradations. Yeah, 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 yeah spectrum. Yeah. But I, I'm still, you know, films like Seven, films like Baby Driver, American Beauty, American Beauty. Yeah. These are all films I'm, I've, you know, I'm still watching or have watched since those sort of allegations came out. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to... I haven't... I never saw House of Cards when he... Right. Was it in the first place? Have, has it uh, changed your opinion or altered the way you watch those films at all? I don't think it's altered. Okay. Purely based on the fact of... In, in Seven, I think he's a very brilliant character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's not in a lot of it. He's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not in a lot of it. But Detective! Also, sorry. But also, it you know, with that film, part of the gimmick was he wasn't... You didn't know he was in the film when it originally no. came out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
And I think he's very... I, you know, he's just... He's a very, very good actor. Yes. So, it was a... You know, it's a very good performance. So, you know, with Baby Driver, he's in outfit, but, you know, I'm not necessarily watching it for him. Yeah. You know... Well, that's from you watch for the director, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting because... He, he's an actor as well so it, it, it's you're seeing his characters when you're watching yes. him yeah okay you know yeah. what I mean yeah so they, they, there's that added level of separation mm. that you don't get with a singer because a singer is who you know yeah um, but yeah I don't know I'm trying to think of cases where I felt I'll be honest I have a fairly I think not tolerance for what they do obviously but I'm able quite well to detach those two things. I can't think of... Off the top of my head, I can't think of any examples of... Um, somebody has done a thing and it has forever ruined my yeah. um, enjoyment of their work. Yeah, the only thing is that, like whenever I, I see Lost Profit stuff now, it's just that hanging over it of like, oh, but he was really doing that. It's a shame, because if you look at like a lot of the music they've got released on YouTube, or at least the official videos, um, all of the comments and stuff are disabled. Yes. But if you look at, is it No Devotion you said? Yeah. If you go to that, a majority of the comments there are like, you know, um, oh, it's such a shame what happened to Lost mm. Profits. So it is something that, like, like, those people have to carry with them, and it's yeah. so unfortunate. Yeah. And it's, uh, the only example I can think of is Woody Allen, with what he's been accused of, yeah. and then seeing films where he plays characters who have relationships with very young girls, and it's made. A, it's very much a point in the film. Mm. Yes, of uh, like, oh, you date? She, isn't she like seventeen? I was like, oh, she's almost eighteen, oh, right. and he's playing this character. Yeah, that has a weird thing to it when you see it now. Yeah, when you see Manhattan and stuff. Yeah, um, but that's because it's so close to you know. I can't. But yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't give money to these people anymore. No. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. But Dave Chappelle makes, a, as we talked about, makes a point in his latest special, which he says... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Which he yeah. says... Uh, well, he doesn't believe a lot of the Michael Jackson accusers. But then the joke is, but even if it's true, it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, which, you know, is a joke, but it, it does highlight the point that it depends on that how much a fan you are. Can you honestly say if you're a massive Michael Jackson fan that you're never going to listen to his music again? Yeah. I think you might say that publicly. Yeah. I'm not sure you do so. Well, privately. that's the thing. Like with Lost Profits. Because, I, yeah, I, we're pretty much in agreement that there probably isn't many people out there who've done worse than no. Lee Watkins. No. Um, and like I said, I wasn't aware of Lost Profits. I didn't really listen to Lost Profits music mm. at all when it, before it happened. I think I know like three songs of theirs yeah. now. One of them's in like my top hundred songs. Right. Now, I know this statement's gonna seem strange given that we're doing a podcast. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable saying that like yes. if someone was like, Oh, what music do you listen to? What's your like favorite music? I don't know if I would highlight the Lost Prophet song. <laughs> yeah, just like you, <laughs> you can't mention it without a cushion of context. Oh yeah, you yeah. need to like qualify yeah. the shit out of it. But yeah. but yeah, so like you can't really take a position of Oh yeah, it does ruin their work when mm. I like think. But yeah, I think that um, yeah, you should like you should be able to separate the artists from their work. You should. But also, if you're not a fan of that artist already, mm. 
then you're not going to give them that the benefit, not the benefit of the doubt. What's the thing I'm looking for? You're uh, not going to give them that kindness, I guess, of separating their work from. Yes. You'll probably be more inclined to use it as a reason to not. Engage you're not going to be generous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, uh, and obviously it is ultimately personal opinion. Obviously. Oh yeah, we're not saying this is how you should feel. Or no, this is the right and wrong. But way. I will. But I will say this. Okay. I think it is wrong if you condemn someone else for still enjoying their work. Okay. No, yeah, I can, I can yeah. appreciate... I was, yeah. Because. If you're uncomfortable listening to Lost Profits, don't have a go at Jordan because he does. Mm. You know what I mean? No, he's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do, I do agree with that. It is personal opinion. It's each for the road. Yes. Yeah. Um, as I say, for me, I couldn't even tell you what it was. Yeah, no. It, I, it, it is just a thing of... I think I, uh, there was a point where I listened to them up to, yeah, and then I was like, actually, yeah, I'm just not. Whether it might just be that I wasn't enjoying listening to them anymore. In all honesty, yeah, mm. you know, my music taste has changed, yeah, in the last what seven years. Mm-hmm. So there is every time it could just be that I no longer quite enjoy that music as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. you know, and you know that's. It, it probably ultimately it is a matter of scale so let's just say you were a fan of the work of Jimmy Savile oh, who okay. was never exactly a critical darling do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I mean my but, family has the running joke of me and my sister were fans of Lost Prophets yes the only autograph my uncle one of, like one of my uncles has is from Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, Savile. <laughs> you know it's a running joke that we'd have poor taste as a fan <laughs> yeah you know it's oh god you've got like a Peter Davidson autograph don't you <laughs> is he next <laughs> like that ah, yes, it's Peter Davidson and David Tennant so oh, that's no. I was on the list oh no but let's just say that you were a fan of his yeah that might be quite difficult to yeah separate because he wasn't an actor he was you know he was just a personality yes and so the scale of what he did I I, oh, I, yeah. I I kind of feel sorry for a lot of American comedians who always cite Bill Cosby as their hero. Oh, yeah. With all the stuff that came out about saying, him. Yeah. That must be hard. Yes. That must be difficult, you know? Yeah, because he actually, was a big, oh, big name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like every comedian yeah. cited him as an influence, pretty yeah. much. Him and Pryor. Yes. Um, no, I was going to say, like, just in terms of, in, like, what happened, Ian Watkins did a worse thing. Yeah. But Savile did more of it. So oh, yeah, Savile, yeah, yeah. Would, would we say Savile is worse? Savile is worse, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll take the, that back then. Yeah. So two or three times I said, oh, Ian Watkins has done the worst thing. He's done the worst, yeah. He, he's he's done no, the worst Ian Watkins thing. has done the worst thing. Savile's just done a lot more of it. Yeah. Well, is that right? Yeah. Right. Without getting into the specifics, obviously, on the, the physics of all this, mm. I don't know everything that Savile's been accused of. But, and I could be completely wrong here, I'll caveat that, I could be completely wrong. I don't think he ever did anything as bad as what Watkins did. That sounds horrific to say. But in terms of that one thing... Yeah, it might be the scale of Savile. He did a lot more, but I don't think he went that. No, no. I I know, yeah. You know what I mean. If you don't know what we mean... Yeah. Look look up what they've been accused of. Yeah, yeah. If you want to. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it isn't. I will say, it isn't the nicest of things. To oh yeah, I think no, it's I, not at all. And they're both evil. And yes. evil, you know, it, it doesn't matter ultimately whether one's more evil than the other. No. But I'm just on if we are talking about the spectrum here. Yeah. Yeah. 
then as on the pure act, Watkins may be the worst offender, but the scale of Savile's um, crimes. Yes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that was a tricky topic. <laughs> it was. And we, did, I, we didn't even throw glitter into the matter, and I didn't know... Oh, there's there's so many many I'm not well-versed on um, glitter, but yes. Yeah, like, we didn't mention Rolf Harris, we didn't mention... No, um, no I, I vaguely versed on Rolf Harris. Glitter I know a little bit more about. Yeah. But glitter is usually... Not as bad as Savile, but it's a similar kind of line. Oh, okay. The one thing you'd hope from all of it is that it now basically makes it impossible forever. Now. What does? Doing that sort of thing. On that scale. Well, I was going to say, speaking of David Tennant, he... um, (laughs) Oh, okay. So he he was on Graham Norton, Mm. and he said that now in this day and age with the way the film industry basically works. Mm. There's so much more, like, in terms of protocols. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like... That's right. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. so, like, particularly, like, with the Me Too movement and everything, everything is different in the way you, like, audition for things and Mm. everything like that. So, you would think it's certainly becoming a lot more difficult. Yeah. Because that seems from, even as an outsider it sounds vaguely like things are being put into place, you know, Mm. whatever you think on Woody Allen. Yeah. Whether it's true or any, you know, anything to do with history. People are still going to be in Woody Allen films. Woody Allen films are still going to get made. Yeah. Because he has also made some great cinema over the last. Yes. However many years he's been making. Oh, it also pretty much cited by every comedian as an influence. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, He's, go, you know, he's films are going to get made. I think what this is, it's a failure to take a person in their totality, isn't it? Mm. That's what it is. That people are, there's light and there's dark, and some are darker than others, and some are lighter than others. But this refusal to sort of, and it is a, a symptomatic of uh, the Me Too movement and all mm. this stuff, which is you get, and I'm not talking about the worst defenders here, but people who went on a bad date and have now ruined a career over it, right? I'm talking about those people. Yeah. Mm. Um, people are, are being judged collectively and they're having their lives ruined by the the, the most embarrassing thing they ever did. Yes. I mean, it, it's it's the thing of now you can't even have sent a tweet seven years ago as a joke. Yeah, exactly. To a friend, you know. So, for, for example, I know neither of you follow football. No. Um, but there is a footballer who plays for Manchester City mm-hmm. called Bernardo Silva, who is currently about to pop either it, it's still up for debate but looking probably like he's going to get investigated for a tweet he sent to a teammate who he is friends with yeah who completely understands he's joking right but oh no 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 because he sent something that could be considered offensive right yeah no no no, no we're going to yes, investigate think, it because I asked you this earlier think of the worst thing about yourself yeah. either the worst thing you ever did or the darkest side of you we all have dark sides right yeah. to our personality or whatever. the worst thing you ever did are you letting that stop you from being what you want to be no. no right then life shouldn't be ruined over certain things yeah you know yeah um, so I you know it's whenever there's a change it's going to swing too far the other way and I hope the pendulum sort of evens out a little bit um but that remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. God, it feels like a long time since we were talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> yes, it really fucking does. Are we just going to call it there then? Yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah. Okay. This has been uh, fun-filtered. Yes. 
if this then this probably won't even stay in but yeah no yeah I don't know. So in case we decide to give it a, like an ending should yeah. we say a thing okay what should we say um well thank you thank you for joining us on uh this god what time is it lads uh well, oh yeah it's, so it's, it's 1.40 now in the morning right and we've been going for how long uh, about 3 hours and 40 minutes Three hours, oh, nearly minutes. three hours and forty-five okay, minutes. So over, you might over the course of the podcast, we're probably slurring a little bit more. <laughs> Not because we've been drinking, but just yeah. So have, no, but we have been drinking this delicious diet coke, <laughs> oh, and Coca Cola, full fat Coca Cola. Yes. And on, on, on that, on that, off that, this has been full. F- f- <laughs> this, this, this has been the first episode of Fun Filtered. Please join us again, cunts. <laughs>